0: This is how legends are
1: made. And we are live. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I'm Tito Labine. This is the Impulse Show. And with me, as always, looking appropriately uh, tanned, Jeffrey Keeble.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: I wore a white
2: shirt so I could stand out. Mm-hmm. You look good. You look good. Thank you. I worked out for the first time in, since June 14th.
1: You know what? I worked out last Friday as well, yep. the first time.
2: Yeah, and what did you do with the,
1: this weekend? And uh, <laughs> next to him, uh, looking satiable as ever, Lyle Keeble. <laughs> I'll always support you, Tito. <laughs> it don't matter what you did this weekend. The important thing is you worked out Friday. <laughs> you are you are that support- supportive boyfriend. <laughs> no, he's an en- yep. enabler That's mm-hmm. what he yeah. is. Just called yep. you out right he's away. <laughs> he's an enabler. He's
2: enabling Just you, you out right away. I mean, you I know, man. As I, mean, I, can't I can't even
1: get through intros yet. <laughs> 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 I was
2: like, if he had a cocaine addiction. And we throw out a line and be like, yeah, that's okay. You can have one. Yeah, yeah. You're, not, you're not doing your usual,
3: usual five.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's just one rip, bro. Yeah, but it's
2: like, oh, I worked out this weekend, so I could drink extra heavy.
3: Oh, you, know? <laughs> you didn't drink extra heavy this weekend, did you? I
1: didn't drink extra heavy this weekend. Dude, what time I don't think you I, st-
2: I did. What time did you start drinking?
1: Which day? I mean <laughs> it's <on Saturday>. no. <laughs> it's which day? Uh- on Saturday? Mm-hmm. Why do we gotta go to my weekend? Why can't we talk about your weekend? You finally got a weekend away from the track. You gotta be around the kids. You got to be dad again. Mm-hmm. How was that? How what was how, that? How about you? How are you doing? That's the real question. That's the mm-hmm. real question.
2: Yep. It was good. Yeah. It was good. Uh we got rid of the kids. No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's like, uh, We broke up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we broke um, up? No,
2: well, I mean, we um not that we broke up, but we were supposed to have a day date, date on Saturday, and she got ripped on Friday night. <laughs> And then I ended up going to golfing and Green Bay by myself. a (laughs) Movie, by myself. Actually, go see uh, Top Gun. But I needed that time by myself, though. It was a good day. Yeah. Yeah, Very good day.
1: How big was it? When was the last time you actually went and did something by yourself like that? Like a day date, just just a you, just a Jeffrey date.
2: A while. A while.
1: A while. Yes. I thought you said why. Like, no, oh, no, no, a no, while. no, no,
0: no,
2: a
1: while. It's been a
2: while.
0: So. But, no, it
2: was good. I mean, overall, I had, I had fun by myself. But I went golfing with a friend, an old friend from college. And, uh, yeah, no, it was actually, it was, it was liberating. No kids yelling, no, you know, no one screaming dad in your ear or anything. Just, hey, you know what, I'm going to go stand in the food line and get food for myself only. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go in the store and not have to chase anyone around. I'm uh, gonna go into this movie theater and only spend fifty dollars instead of like two hundred. No.
1: <laughs> Wait, what like fifty on yourself? What'd you get?
2: No, no, it was on like <laughs> the ticket was like, fi- what? the what? ticket was f- what eighteen dollars. Holy
1: shit. Yeah. Where did where did you go? What did like I don't know. Did you get a hand job with it? I wish. $18 for $18. a ticket? They rub you down
2: before you even sat down? No, but I got these nice seats. I got the lounger
1: seats. I don't know. <laughs> he's looking around like you hearing this? <laughs> yeah. No, I know, man. I don't, here in Minneapolis, I don't, uh a tickets like twelve.
2: Oh, I don't know. Top gun. He goes
0: Tom Cruise movie
2: bump it up a little bit. Inflation, <laughs> He goes, I got the 40. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know See, that chair? moves with it. Yeah, you know that chair to the right? That that was that was special. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it was gold on the screen. No. <laughs> uh
1: did you get uh did you get popcorn? Is that is yeah. that what boosted it?
2: Oh yeah, I got a medium popcorn, a large slushy, um, some pretzel bites, and and a I
3: Nah, yes, it is a treat yourself type of day. It was it, was, it was. You it was do just, need those days. Yeah, I love that.
2: Yeah. Then, then I then I uh, was daydreaming, went to go look at some cars in the parking lot, and I was just like, "Ooh, I like this car."
1: What are we looking at like Nissan, like Ultimas, like-
2: Kias? Kias are actually looking, oh. looking, Ooh. looking fine. Mm-hmm. Like they look nice, and they're not expensive.
1: Are you gonna get the hybrid? No. Oh, wait, I was thinking of a uh, Hyundai Serrano.
2: Ser- Ser- oh, Serrano. Yeah, no.
1: Sereno or whatever? No. Oh, okay. I don't okay, even
2: know how to sorry. say it. Telluride? <laughs> teler- <laughs> Tuluride?
1: Yeah, I don't know, I know how to pronounce talking. that. Yeah, I, I see it all the time, though. Yep, yep,
2: yep, yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. No, then I drove home in the storm, and, dude, it was it was <laughs> awesome. I got When I got home, everyone was sleeping. I just hopped to bed and went to sleep. Damn. See?
1: Yep. Yeah, that's a good, good. Saturday. How, yep. how great was that? Yep.
2: That was amazing. That was amazing. It sounds I might, relaxing. I might go single. At, no.
1: Somebody loses cussing on purpose.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh come on now! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh, was that
3: good? No,
0: yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: How was your weekend, huh. Lyle? My weekend was fun. Also, away from the track, I went to that soccer game in at Lambo. Oh
0: yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mhm mhm
3: that was wild that was fun i didn't really i don't really understand i didn't really understand the rules like of soccer going into it but it was it was an awesome time still it yeah. rained we got lightning delayed i guess twice but it was rocking i saw naked ass and some Dicking balls from streakers. He was like,
2: I don't know what to, how to say this. But yeah. It's like, dude, it's impulse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Am I allowed to say that?
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. 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 That was fun. So that was Saturday all day. We were pretty much at the field and hanging out. And then Sunday, I went and riding my dirt bike. Mm. Rode my dirt bike on Sunday.
2: Nice. Nice. So soccer that, and dirt dude. bikes. How was that atmosphere
1: at the soccer game? Oh, it was wild. Yeah, dude, like,
2: it looked wild. I was trying to go, and I was like, "Ah, well." I think if if I wasn't like an hour late, he'd probably tell me to come. But I was already an hour into the yeah. Like, they're already hour into the game when I asked, like, "Is it worth going?" Because
3: <laughs> 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 yeah, going into it, we were like, "Oh, is this going to be like a Packer game type of atmosphere?" Like, is because it's in Green Bay, and then when we got there, it was. No, it was wild. It was loud just for an exhibition game.
1: Yeah. Crazy. Were there any like foreigners there?
3: Oh, yeah. They're, the people that were in front of us were from England. People from next to us were like from Mexico. They were saying they're like, oh, it's nice that a small city like the or a small town is hosting
1: a soccer game.
2: <laughs> <laughs> small town. Yeah. I was like, small <laughs> yeah. town.
1: Yeah. Well, Green Bay is, but it's just like the prestige of like the Packers. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I think they came up to like a little over seventy-eight thousand people were there.
1: Holy fuck.
3: So, Damn. So that's almost max capacity, uh, I think. Yeah. yeah. It's almost yeah. like
2: a Packer Bear game when the Packers mm-hmm. whoop up on the Bears.
1: That was the last time I was there. I was there. Yeah, dude. They're they're leaving Chicago, man. They're they're going to Arlington. Or I think they're moving out of like the Chicago city limits. I think their Bears are. Mm-mm. Moving their stadium.
2: Oh, moving their oh yeah. 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 Yep.
3: Last time I was at Lambo was when we I was I was riding that high when we got Cleo Mac. That's the last time I was at like his first game, hurt Rogers and everything. Mm-hmm, it's like, mm. oh we're mm. we're fucking winning this game. And then Rogers got all doped up at halftime probably. <laughs> <laughs> Illegal. Yeah, doing something, something illegal yeah, came yeah, out and then yeah. spanked the Bears the whole second half, and then we left by fourth quarter. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like, oh, he broke he broke his collarbone, but throws for fucking eight hundred yards and ten <laughs> touchdowns.
3: Was like, <laughs> it was like tibia, wasn't it? Like it was tibia or fibia one of them, in yeah, shin, something like that. I was like, oh yes, he's hurt. We're gonna actually win a game <laughs> against the Packers. And then nope, came back and was better than when he left.
2: But
1: Got all doped up. Yeah.
2: But speaking of doped up, how was your weekend? Yeah, what would you do? Uh,
1: how was Top Gun? <laughs> how was your Jeffrey? weekend? How was Top Gun, Jeffrey?
2: <laughs> Top Gun was amazing. The cin- cinematography that was involved in that, hands down, probably one of the best movies I've seen in a while.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was incredible. It's very rewatchable. I think.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was like watching uh, Tito Snap. So how was your weekend? I don't know what
1: you're yeah. talking about. Dude. Yeah, you look a little
2: bit more brown.
1: Yep. Yeah. Hold on. I like it. Fresca. (laughs) Uh, It was a good weekend though. Uh, Very relaxing. It's nice to kind of get away from the, from the track a little bit. Friday worked out, got my sweat on, Mm -hmm. got my lay on, laid on the ground. I almost sent you a picture. (laughs) <laughs> but I didn't I didn't want that. He's like, dude, I did that. He's
2: like, I need a motivation. I didn't need I did too. I
1: was feeling good about myself, dude. And honestly, like I worked out. My back feels better after like working out. Go figure. And then uh yeah, I played some Call of Duty with Drew from Vision Wheel. Um went to sleep, slept in. Dude, I made me a bomb breakfast. Probably I did the best see that. breakfast I've ever had. I've seen that. That looked amazing. Honestly, without a doubt, hands down, best breakfast I've ever made. I made the Gordon Ramsay scrambled eggs. We make the eggs in the pot, throw some butter in it, and then you, like, use a spatula to, like, whisk it mm-hmm. on and off the heat. And then uh, once it starts to kind of come together a little bit, scoop a creme fraiche in it. bah, 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 bah. Let that bad boy harden a little bit. Uh, made some bacon, made some rosemary ham, cut it into slices, threw it in some olive oil. Kind of let it get crispy a little bit. Mm-hmm. Damn. Got some cris- got, got croissants. Cut those bad boys in half. Threw a little butter on it on a flat grill. It's, 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 it's. Let that uh, crispin on the inside. Kind of toast it a little bit. And then I threw the eggs, cheese, ham, and then the bacon on, and then the croissant on top for a breakfast sandwich. And my god, dude, three four bites in, I was ready to suck myself off. Mm. It was that good. And it looked mm. good. It that did look good. Sounds good. Uh, <laughs> only complaint. About 75% of the way through, 80% of the way through, it was it was too rich. So if I were to make it again, I'd probably only serve like half the croissant. And uh, cause then it was starting to get a little too much. Mm-hmm. Um, the eggs could use a little more crème fraîche, cause I made six eggs. So why,
2: why are you being a Karen right now? On yourself. Other than that, it was uh, it was really good.
1: <laughs> so that was the best breakfast. It was a really what good. What are you breakfast? talking about? It was like. really good.
2: You're like it's the best breakfast ever, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> because I want it to be the best for someone else. And like, then you're I, like, I know, I know my then, shortcomings. And then uh-huh.
2: <laughs> it's like the waitress coming back. Yeah, good, good meal, but yeah, good meal. I, I but want fifty dollars. Those off. waffle fries, <laughs> bread, seasoned uh, <laughs> sour cream, was,
1: but, but <laughs> that steak. Yeah, but. Made out yeah, maybe a tougher knife, sharper knife. Fucking <laughs> okay, steak was tougher than this knife.
2: <laughs> He's like, I could have ate the knife more than the steak.
1: Um, yeah, and then Sunday had a nice little pool day. Got got a lot more color than I anticipated. Um, what did you do Saturday? It night? was good. I watched watched the uh, documentary. You had me. You had me. Uh, watch. It was good, man. I really liked it. Like the cinematography of it. I didn't know that took place in Madison.
2: Yeah, Saturday night though. Fever. <laughs> we
1: were on to Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so you're like, it's time to go. I'm just back. All right. So I had breakfast and then went to a buddy's place, cracked open, uh, cracked open a drink. I think it was at like 1:30, and uh just chilled out at his place. He's uh recently uh single, so we're like, hey man, like let's let's do a day here in Minneapolis. I haven't haven't been here in a hot minute, so we uh, took an Uber downtown, went to this winery. There's a winery downtown. I was like, oh, there's gotta Why? be a bunch of white women there. Why not? Mm-hmm. Why not? <laughs> so, and I, one of our buddies was working there, so we went, got a couple flights, not feelings, and uh, a couple other uh, <laughs> friends met us there, and they wanted to go check out like a different brewery. So around <laughs> five, we left and. Of course, as we're leaving, there's like two bridal parties coming in. And I'm like, motherfucker, man, Hmm. out of us five, only two are like looking for women right now. So like, obviously we were majority out. went to a brewery and then I wanted to get food. So we got food at Red Cow, which was amazing. Great burger place. And then it was just me and my buddy again, just me and him went to another place to get a drink sat by a fire and I'm like why are we sitting by this fire it's almost 80 degrees out and Mm -hmm. then I was like oh it's by these women and honestly dude I was bloated (laughs) like I didn't feel that good and I was like we might have to cut this night down early like we might be going home early I don't feel that good so we walked to the bar that we were going to stay at it's called basement bar and not a lot of people there put out a vibe got some drinks and then the night started (laughs) and (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Uh, we were drinking more and we started to do this, uh, this French fry play is what we called it where me and him are up at the bar, you know, somewhere that you can hear and we would, we are on opposite ends of this. Like, so like, how do you, how do you eat your French fries, Jeffrey? Do you put ketchup on top or you, or do you dip your French fries?
2: I dip them. That depends. I don't know. I do both, but mainly dip.
1: What about you, Lyle? I
3: don't, use any condiments salt Ooh, no con no condom what no, i just i raw dog it oh okay <laughs> he's, like,
2: no, he's like no condoms
3: yeah it's just a little salt yeah a little, yeah, salt, a little salty
1: <laughs> so that was like our fake argument that that we would kind of get into like he likes to dip i i like putting ketchup on the top and so we would kind of go into this like fake little argument thing and then i would turn and i would ask these ladies And I would, I'd be like, Hey, I'd be like, Hey, I just, I I need your, uh, need your opinion real quick. We're, we're asking controversial questions. Like, like, what do you do with your French fries? Do you put ketchup on top or do you guys dip it? And majority of the time the girls are like, Oh, you got to dip it. You got to dip it. And Steven's like, yeah, see. And I'm like, Oh no, you got to put ketchup on top. And then, you know, sometimes they're like what fucking psychopath puts ketchup (laughs) on the fries. (laughs) Holy fuck, man. (laughs) Someone's a little passionate about these French fries and ketchup. So that was one way to kind of like, start a conversation. Now, we weren't necessarily looking to like keep a conversation, it was just kind of like open dialogue so that if we saw them later on in the night, we already had a conversation and know each other as far as that goes. Like you have a small conversation, fries food stuff like that, and then you just let them get on their way so you have like options then at the mm-hmm. end of the night. Yep. Well, we ended up talking to these one girls who didn't leave the area, so we kind of got stuck with them. And unfortunately, he was very adamant on on a blonde and i was like i'm gonna get you your blonde tonight and we did and the girl was blonde but her friend um she uh was not that attractive (laughs) like i hate to be mean but she could have been a guard on a high school football team oh wow she was just
2: you a guard weren't
1: you Hair. No, I was a tackle. No, like, So you. I know that she would have been, she would have, she would have made it. She would have made the team. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> oh, Jesus. So <laughs> I did, I looked at my friend. I was like, yo, if you want to take him back, I'm like, I will take him for the team. Like I was willing to to like hook up with this girl. If it meant him like mm-hmm. getting it in, cause it's been forever for him. So we, uh, We're in there and we looked at the, I looked up and I saw this fan blowing. And I'm like, like a box, like a, just a box fan that you get. Yeah. It's all dirty and shit. And I like put my hand in front of it. I can barely feel like the air. So I'm like, this thing is so dirty. Like there's no air coming through it. (laughs) I got this box fan fucking zip tied (laughs) to like the ceiling or like the roof or the rafters. And I'm like, what kind of janky ass shit is this, man? I was like, this is a hell of HVAC hvac system that's working right now over time matter of fact and i my buddy goes man he goes i'd love to take a dip in a lake right now i was like dog we should go we should swim when we get back and he's like but you don't have any clothes i was like i don't care and he goes you trying to go skinny dipping i was like i'll fucking go skinny dipping dude and he's like, all right. So we asked the girls, we were just like, Hey, would you want to go skinny dipping? And uh, like the attractive one was like, yeah, and I was like, that's good enough for me. Like I don't even really care if fucking the right guard next to me, like go skinny dipping as long as like she goes like, as long as I get a little Pete, I'm all right with that. <laughs> so I started looking for Ubers then. And it's like, Oh, it'll be here in like 16 minutes. And like, right as I order, I look up and I see these two people in fucking leather masks. Like one girl had a leash and she was pulling a guy around who was in another leather mask and had like a fucking dog collar around his neck. And they were in like full suits and shit. And I'm, and, and that's what I put on my Snapchat. Yeah. I was like, it is time to leave. At first I'm like, I'm sorry. Did I go to the wrong bar? Like did I black out for fucking an hour? Like what do we, what is going on? So as I'm leaving, and this is why like, I like to have the ability to talk to people. Cause as I was leaving, there were some chicks coming down. And the last one was like this sexy black chick and I couldn't help myself. But as she walked by, I was like, damn. <laughs> and she like, like stopped and looked at me and kind of smiled and she kept walking down the stairs. And I was like, uh, should I be leaving? And she was like, I don't know. Should you? And then she like walked in and I was like, fuck man. <laughs> I was like, well, I got to go catch this Uber. So I go out, get the Uber. My friend walks out alone. I was like, all right like i guess they're not coming but understandable understandable like you don't meet two guys and then you're like hey yeah let's go get naked at a fucking lake somewhere
0: mm-hmm.
1: and follow them so like i get it he did get her number though i didn't i didn't get that other girl's number <laughs> uh, fucking meet her at the buffet i guess and uh so we go back <laughs> we go back and uh we get in his car and we slowly drive because it's it, the lakes there we don't want to be you know we want to be cautious we get to the lake and you know i i strip down and i go running in this bad boy it's it's cold but dude it was so great it was so great laying in a lake butt ass naked like looking up at the stars it was actually really nice <laughs> with another <Really> company <laughs> like that was it was like one of those moments where i considered maybe getting my life together like it was that nice or I'm like, maybe I should stop this. I was like, but if I stop this, I won't be doing something like this.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh,
2: a lot of people are going to be like, you know what,
1: Tito has a point. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, If he wasn't a drunk, he wouldn't be at this
0: point. <laughs>
1: exactly. Thank you. So, so as as I'm out there with my buddy for maybe 15 minutes, and I, we, you know, we're just talking, and I mentioned... Uh, like the fair, ther- I was about to mention that therapy thing. I think I just <laughs> mentioned it. And then I looked over and I was like, Oh shit, dude. Cause we're, we're at the, we're at the very end of like the swimming area, the buoy area. Cause it's not that deep, but it's like neck deep. And I look and I'm like, Oh shit, dude. I'm like, there's a car pulling in. And he's like, what? I'm like, yeah. So I like dip back and hide behind one of the, uh, there's like those round buoys <laughs> that, a, that a rope can go through. Yeah. And then, it, and there's just different like floaties. And then you got the big tall buoys, you know, that are spaced out, but you got these small ones yep. <laughs> and I went behind one and I like put it in front of my nose. So like my eyes were just over the little like floaty buoy and there were like lights like out into the, out into the lake. And I didn't know if they could see me or not, but in my mind, I'm like, dog, I'm like, this is how it goes down. Like I'm butt ass naked in the lake and a fucking cot rolls up. <laughs> I was like, fuck, man. So then that's when I really started thinking, should I be doing this? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, the car wouldn't leave. Like, it felt like forever. So I was like, I got a Mission Impossible to shit. So I go underwater and I start, like, rope pulling myself, like, along the (laughs) rope underwater (laughs) to get to the the main buoy so I could hide behind it. Because I didn't know if they could see me or not. Or if they're, like, looking. Uh, so like I hide behind the big buoy and like 30 seconds later, um, the car leaves and I was like, Oh, okay. Like, thank God. So I kind of start slowly walking my way up and thankfully there's like no moon. So it's pretty dark and I'm walking my way up and I hear my buddy. He's like, Hey, Tito, Tito. And I was like, yeah, he goes, we should probably get going. I was like, yeah. I was like, okay. So we're walking out, walking out. And I was like, and, and I don't know, we're maybe like knee deep at this point and I could kind of see him and I was like damn dude I was like wouldn't that be something they bust like two naked dudes like at a beach and he goes wait you're naked and I was like wait what you're naked I was like like, you're not naked dude he's like no he's like why are you naked and I was like we said we were going skinny dipping man (laughs) I'm like why do you you he goes I got trunks on I'm like what do you have trunks on It was when we stopped at my house. What the fuck was I going to do then? (laughs) Oh, I guess I forgot to say something. I'm like, you forgot to tell me to not fucking go butt ass naked in this lake, man. I was like, give me the fucking towel. And I got a towel wrapped it around me, grabbed my clothes and we jammed ass out of there.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, It's hilarious. Uh, See, that shit only
1: happens to you.
2: (laughs) Yeah, because here's where
3: you messed up, man. You should have stayed after that sexy chick walked by you. And she gave you that little hint like, I don't know, should you? And you seen those two girls that weren't coming with you, like, all right, we could stay a little bit longer. Skinny dipping is so weight.
1: Had I not ordered the Uber, I probably would have. How much was because the Uber? If you cancel an Uber, or if you cancel an Uber, I think there's like a five dollar cancellation charge. Yeah. And then you're like your rating will drop too because they, they don't like it when you cancel.
3: Yeah. Oh, one cancel. So, it's worth it. I would have been like, Tito, I'll pay for it. We tried to be paying for something. We tried paying you to go to Vegas. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah
1: man, dude. <laughs> we were trying to pimp you out. <laughs> oh, I was I was looking just hard too, man. I almost I almost texted my boss and was like, I'm not coming in on Monday. I
3: wouldn't blame you. I was trying to get you to go.
2: Mm-hmm. We even got Kyle climbing to pay early. Yeah. Really. He
1: did that too. Day, he did. That night. I, I've been I've been trying to get her to come here, but she's like, I hate Minnesota. I'm like, bitch, but I'm here. Like, <laughs> it's going to be much cheaper. Like I would rather pay for her plane ticket mm-hmm. and then she can just like Uber here, or I would pick her up. And then we just spend the weekend, you know, watching and love religious movies and drinking Kool-Aid
2: and love. Cuz <laughs> good being in love. She's the one,
1: you know, maybe that's why my back has been hurting. I've been doing a lot of, you know, a lot of hip thrusts, <laughs> maybe a little stiff back there. Mm-hmm. If you don't use it, you lose it. You know it what is, I mean? It's, maybe gonna... it's like, How long has you it been? know, uh, calcifying
0: How long has back it been? there.
1: How long the band? February, bro. So March, April, May, June, July. Five months? You're were, you were saying like, oh, it's been a while for my friend. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that, that's what yeah. I and was he, wondering. I that's know. what I said, too. I was I like, know. oh, I he must have sure. yeah. forgot yeah. to tell us this
3: story.
2: He yeah. tells us everything.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> that's like, right, He shares man. everything
2: with us. And then telling us, my friend hasn't been late in a while. He's probably got more ass than you in the last
1: five months. He did, actually. He hooked up with a girl like last week.
2: Oh, nice. Good for him. I
1: don't know why. I don't know why I thought like oh, it's been a while for him. I think maybe that's a narrative that we said. <laughs> yeah. That's the story with the women. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the story for the. But here's the thing: is like he's a good-looking dude, so that's kind of like my. That's kind of like my way in with mm-hmm. like women. Yeah, hey, it's like I can open, and he's attractive enough to keep them there. Hey, did your opener work last night? Your chiropractor? Yeah. Yeah, it did. She texted me back. No,
2: she
0: oh, did not. Really? She did too. Nah, did yeah. she? Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, oh, damn. I told you. She not. did. I didn't think it was going to work.
1: I would uh, respond. To it. So I, would I said, what? <laughs> so I said, what's a, so she's a chiropractor. And, yep. and I asked, what's a chiropractor's favorite drug? And she goes, vitamins. And uh, I said, crack, LOL. Hi, I'm Tito. Pleasure meeting you. <laughs> <laughs> What'd she say back. Yeah. What was her response back? She goes, Oh, that's a good one. Hi, Tito. I'm Olivia. Nice to meet you. How was your weekend? Ooh, ooh <laughs> in, in. He's like, I thought we're going and skinny dipping. I did not dipping. tell her how my weekend was. He's like, I went skinny dipping I, I with I a naked guy. I lied pretty hard. <laughs> I went skinny dipping
2: and I was the only one naked.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, the weekend was just what I needed a nice break from the crazy summer schedule. <laughs> I got to sleep and it made the best breakfast of my life. I was like, you know, casual weekend stuff. What about you? <laughs> casual weekend stuff? No, The thing is, it, the thing is, is like, we heard your weekend. This is like
2: casual. This is pretty laid, laid back.
3: It was a casual weekend for you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That is a par for
1: the course kind of
0: weekend, isn't it?
3: It was a casual weekend for you.
1: Maybe, yeah. maybe the skinny dipping. or, okay. So once I like put, like, oh, that I went skinny dipping, I had like, Five fucking people. They're like, oh, you went Chunky Duncan. And I'm like, oh,
0: <laughs> my fucking Chunky, God, <laughs> uh, uh, Chunky Duncan. Chunky
2: Oh, man. So how, how did you become the face of Champ Off-Road? I did not, man. They share photos
1: of people all the time.
2: Not of me and Lyle. Not of media.
1: <sighs> media.
2: Media in general, let alone people that are brown.
1: <laughs> I, mean, what? I think I like, look white. They show like dogs. Are you a dog? <laughs> a, no, Nogs. Oh, I think you said oh, a dog. I <laughs> I said dog. No. <laughs>
2: yeah, but you were the first pitcher.
1: You are. Let's see. You opened it let, up let, with dude, you. There's Visser. <clears throat> there's Holcher. Uh Visser's
2: not on there, is he? Visser? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Not, not Zach Visser.
2: Yeah. The no, no. Media, media people.
3: You're the only media person
2: Like It's funny because we're like hated By the media director kind of Yeah <laughs> And here they are they show you
3: Yeah they're getting us in trouble <laughs> at this point <laughs> We're trying to behave We're trying to be good and then we keep getting pulled into it Yeah well good thing like I said Good thing I didn't have my best on yeah. It'd probably be worse he's like what's he doing with the camera over there
0: Yeah <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh fuck mom.
1: It's like, where was this uh, picture taken yeah <laughs> i bet i bet he says something i bet he's like what was tuna doing holding a camera without a vest yeah exactly and it's like that th- so this was taken last year buddy before i even got a vest and this was me back in staging
3: yeah we'll probably get it to talking too yeah thank you our weekly Yeah, our weekly
2: our, yeah
1: our weekly yell. <laughs> yep.
2: yeah <laughs> why we suck why
1: oh, we man. Suck. yeah you know Honestly,
0: <laughs> i'm somewhat curious <laughs> on i'm somewhat
1: suck. curious at what he's gonna say at the next media meeting
2: Oh uh, god i forgot what else i was gonna say to you oh so uh i would use it after Well, i'll talk about is it, it, after.
1: it? okay <clears throat> i was a little concerned is it gay that <laughs> i was the only one naked or because like the agreement was both of us are skinny dipping does it make it gay if, if it was both of us?
2: I think it's gay because you were thinking that both of you were going
1: to get naked. <laughs> well, we agreed to it. We, we were, were hoping another man yeah, was going to yeah. be naked with you. <laughs> Just I didn't want to be the I only didn't... one butt-ass
2: naked in this lake. But it's not gay because he was covered up.
0: Yeah,
1: okay. So it's so it's not gay because he got covered up. But, because, but if it was both of us be a little gay.
2: Yeah, a little gay. But because okay. you were thinking that... <laughs> That <laughs> you guys were both naked, and you questioned, no. and you got mad at him because he wasn't.
3: <laughs> I was so upset
2: too, man. Why aren't you like, naked? <laughs> he's like, "Why is it so he's bright like, out?" Naked? Yeah, he's like, "Why is it so bright out
0: here?"
3: We see yeah. you naked all the time, though. Yeah,
2: I mean, I guess yeah. it don't matter. Like, I guess we're gay.
1: <laughs> God, man. Yeah, dude. I was so confident I too, sh- when I ran into that lake.
2: I should have expected to see your ass this weekend too. Last weekend. You did, though. I know. That's why I said I should have expected it. You're like, oh, Oh, my God, these mirrors are. (laughs) He's like, there's no privacy in here or something like that. Yeah. I was like, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Then I was like, why did I look behind me in the mirror? I'm like, what the fuck? That's all I seen was in the mirror, just naked ass (laughs) Tito. I didn't even even see you. I looked in the mirror.
3: (laughs) (laughs) There's no privacy in here.
1: (laughs) dude i even ran to the lake i was like yeah i was like unleash the kraken as i ran into the lake. <laughs> no you did not <laughs> i can't
0: do you know what's oh. crazy
1: is i recorded it i have a 20 minute bit I, i'll have to see if i can add some lighting to it but i set it up on like the lifeguard beach chair and then mm. you can hear me run in and say that
3: <laughs> it's so stupid <laughs> uh it's like it's like expected though like these stories and how it's exactly how i'd think you would Like go about it.
1: I yeah. I uh, I like to have a good time. Yeah, you do.
2: I know how it feels to hide your feelings.
1: Oh, uh, Uh, is there gonna be more there? Yeah. Oh no! Damn, that was it. (laughs) He goes hide your (laughs) feelings.
2: Let let the other people decide. (laughs) Hey, hey, listen.
1: Hey, at least at least I'm open. At least I'm open to therapy. Yeah, that
3: I didn't even know you were serious that night when you told us yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't either. I was I like, thought, I was thought like, you were joking with I us. I thought you were
2: still hangry about your food. <laughs>
3: no, you, no, you no, no, to go no, no. Get-
2: Therapy because of your
0: food yeah. <laughs> And he didn't get
2: And he didn't get a beer yeah,
1: <laughs> You're like maybe I yeah. need to go to therapy
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh fuck man Yeah
1: that was the breaking point I need to get my beer I need fucking help I need fucking help therapy. Not even AA just therapy <laughs> So I can keep drinking
3: Yeah, yeah. I want to still drink but I need help <laughs> Yeah
2: <laughs> Oh uh, man, should uh <laughs> this is the longest we bantered. It's people. been a little bit. Yeah. We haven't they, seen probably, each they, other. Pi- they probably even for yeah, we haven't seen each other.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, it's it's been a it's been a hot minute.
2: Yeah. Well we haven't been able to jump on cod with each other at all. Carry you guys. Yeah.
3: It goes all sad now. <laughs> no
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't got no internet, mode, so kind of bummed. But should we get into our guest? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. okay. Uh,
1: <clears throat> I did and I did let him know too about uh
2: Did you who's who are we going first? Uh
3: the the oldest. The
2: oldest? Okay.
3: The eldest. The eldest.
1: Oh my god. Hey now, you're an all-star. Just came <laughs> on. Go play.
2: Here we go. Applebees, 2 for 1. 2 for 1. Ring ring. Ring 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 ring. 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 Hello. Ring, ring.
1: Is it me you're looking for?
2: I can see it in your eyes.
1: righty. <clears throat> and our next guest, presented by Can Am, is like Mardi Gras. He's a great time. He's like a blast in a shot glass. Fun in the sheets and a uh, fun in the streets and a freak in the sheets. If you're around him long enough, you'll get to see some titties. Now, you might ask yourself, Tito, is our next guest always like this? Yes, he is. He brings his chaotic nature to short course off road world. And starting from humble beginnings in the trophy carts of the West coast, this man moved his way up the ranks and became a force to be reckoned with. He's recognized as the torque rookie of the year driver and the Lucas oil driver of the year. Does he stop there? Absolutely not. Because he hasn't heard your safe word. He ventured into the deserts of Mexico and came out a man. He races in the Baja 1000 mint 400 and King of hammers. He's your two time world cup champion hailing from Riverside, California or whatever lucky ladies bed we can find. We have the wheel and limousine riding Nas Energy Pro Ford driver, the number 37 of RJ Anderson. Hello. Yo.
0: Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I guess I wasn't good enough.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Beep. Bye. <laughs> What's up, dude? What's going on? You said
0: don't was, say anything, so I was just following oh. the <laughs> <laughs> Don't say anything. Yeah,
1: yeah. No. I, uh, yeah. you can uh, you can speak once I've uh, introduced you, Mister RJ Anderson. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Nothing much, man. Just uh, just doing the podcast, having relaxing weekends. Uh, how was your weekend after ERX?
4: Nice. Super uh, chill. I needed I needed one of those just between Crandon and 4th of July and ERX. It's been uh, on the go. So um, nice to be home for once.
1: So when you guys came to Crandon and then 4th of July, did you guys drive to Crandon, stay in the area until ERX or did you guys uh, come to Crandon, drive all the way back and then drive all the way back to Minneapolis?
4: Uh, I left all my stuff out there. Um, so we prepped for a few days in, uh, Wausau and then, um, actually flew home. I had a shoot up in Mammoth and then, uh, I went to the river for the 4th of July and then flew back out for ERX.
1: Where, uh, where do you keep your stuff in Wausau? Is there just some, some guys that you know around the area that you can kind of store your stuff or like another driver or do you like pay for storage? No, it's actually the, uh, players snowmobile race shop. Okay. Okay. Yep, so they're right there in Watson. Um, so let's talk about, uh, last season, that 2021 season. Um, you know, we, you, you were in our <clears throat> rush series. We asked about your, you know, your humble beginnings with trophy carts and your mom wouldn't let you do some motocross riding. So, you know, here you are. Um, how do you feel that your season went last year, uh, especially having that limited schedule? You know what? I, uh, the limited schedule is like a love hate for me. I love it because
4: I get to kind of focus on the events I want to do. Um, the schedule's so gnarly that a lot of times, like if you start having bad luck, it just compounds. And it's like a rolling ball of flames, you know, where it just bad things just keep happening, keep happening. It's coming from the West coast. It's hard on us guys you know, all my guys have family out here. So it's, it's a lot of travel. Um, it's cool to knock it all out at once, but I like that part of my schedule that I get to kind of pick and choose. The bad part is I'm racing half as much as these guys. So they're like, when I show up to the track, I'm racing the baddest dudes, you know, they're learning twice as fast. They're having twice as much time on the track to make adjustments. We're having to make those adjustments in half the time to keep up with those guys is that's the bad part.
1: Yeah. Um, when it comes to like these uh, these, these races last year, um, and, and coming into Crandon, like you said, you don't you don't get that time on the track. You don't get that short course pro four seat time that you normally would. Um, since you were kind of the back to back defending uh, World Cup champion, did you feel any added pressure coming to Crandon? Or were you just like, hey man, fuck it. We're here to have a good time, we're here to just send it. And and that mentality's been is what's winning us World Cup championships.
4: Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think that, uh, every time we show up, we want to obviously have a good time, but do well at the same time. So, uh, I think that the cup, you know, kind of shows like it takes us whole weekend to kind of get our shit together. You know, it's, we don't show out of the box swinging most of the time. So, um, I think that's kind of a result of the cup race too. Um, obviously there's some attrition and, and that's one thing we've got pretty dialed on our pro four. Um, but yeah, I mean, no pressure. I was, I never imagined doing it back to back the first time. So it wasn't really any pressure. Obviously wanted to do good, but uh it was a bummer to come home fourth and, and miss that podium last year for sure.
2: Oh, you're good.
1: Oh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry about that. A uh, little, uh, little technical problem. You know, we got that. I'm like, are we playing, are we playing silence?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're playing hard to get.
4: No. Yeah, I, was like, I was like, I'm not going to freaking say anything,
0: dude. I'm going to hold strong. I'm
1: going to hold strong. This fucking guy is fucking with me.
5: Yeah. Uh, oh, oh no. this game again. Are you guys going to reintroduce me? Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh man no so uh so for the fall then what's that uh what's that prep like then because i know like you obviously everyone's there for you know for the for the wins the championships the money the world cup you know what's your mentality then coming in for friday saturday and sunday because you know saturday you got a race to qualify for the sunday race and then so on and so forth like what's your game plan then on that saturday is it just like hey let's throw that throw it on a good lap here if we podium we podium cool or you know do you try to hang back back in the pack just to save your truck for sunday like well like what's that process like
4: yeah i mean literally the first year uh the 50th when i won the cup i uh i just took like a back start and i just went off the line i was like i'm not gonna get caught up in this carnage you know it's uh, a lot of guys come just to race that race there's a lot of tension on that first green flag drop it's the last points race for some guys. I'm like, I don't want to be a part of this. And literally chaos just ensued. Like for the first few laps, the last two years, um, I think there's about 20 pro fours. And by the end of like the second lap, I was 10th and I took like a rear start and just cruise. So chaos ensues and that's a good way to end your weekend really quick, which we've seen a couple guys do. So definitely, uh, they compounds on the weekend because how you finish, Uh, That race is how you start the next race typically. So you don't want to start, you don't want to finish in the back, but you want to get your truck set up down without tearing up your equipment.
1: Yeah. And um, I, I I do like that now where you, you kind of like, I'm not, not trying to do like a body shot to you, to you West coast guys, but I do, I do like that. They kind of have you participate in Saturday in order to, to participate Sunday for the afternoon race. And then that afternoon race then catapults you to, to the world cup. So, I mean, I like it like that. I think you had participated one year where you didn't race on Saturday and then you raced on Sunday. Is that something that you would prefer? Like just personally, like, Hey, it'd be easier just kind of race on Sunday or do you prefer kind of getting that track time race experience on, on Saturday and then into Sunday? No,
4: I, I totally like racing. What the, the, the tough part for us, which everyone's in the same boat, um, They're, they're going for a cup race or for points. So they have to race hard the first day. The hard part for us is turning around to pro four with, I have a fairly limited amount of guys that I bring out just because of travel and work schedules. And it's hard, hard to get people across from California all the way to the Midwest sometimes. Um, so we don't do a whole lot all week in track time wise. And then we race Saturday night around seven o'clock we'll race Sunday morning around 10 o'clock AM and then we'll race Sunday at five. So within 22 hours, we do three complete races, which is just a lot of turnaround time on the truck. Uh, I get it. It's for the fans and everything. If we were able to race like Saturday morning, it wouldn't be a big deal because we'd have all day to fix the truck. We'd go balls to the walls the whole time. But that's kind of been part of my strategy the last few years is just like, Hey, if we, if we tear up the truck Saturday and then we miss Sunday morning's race because of it, or a half past Sunday morning's race, we're not in a good spot for the cup race.
1: Yeah. Um, an interesting question that I have is that especially, especially being in pro four, at least from what I understand and, and what I've been able to follow with you is that you tend to stay out of the, you tend to stay out of the drama where, where you're not, you know, back and forth bashing guys or, you know, like if somebody races you hard, you're, you know, you don't seem to be that guy that kind of escalates it how how do you manage to kind of stay out of that drama and that chaos, especially being in a pro four? Yeah, it's, uh, it's tough. Sometimes it feels like, it feels like it tries to
4: suck you in, in the pro four class. You know, um, one thing about them is you got to drive a pro four aggressive. I mean, you got to take lines when you can get them. they, they kind of take up the whole track the way we drive them. Um, so there's times where you got to make room you gotta, you gotta give and take at times, you know, uh, When you have a good truck, you know you're going to be aggressive that day and you're not going to take no shit. And when you have a bad truck, you might have to just be like, hey, you know what? I'm not getting a dogfight today um, when I don't think I have what it takes. I got to just keep my equipment under me. So contact's part of the game in Pro 4. I know a a lot of guys don't like it. A lot of guys build grudges between one another with it. I just kind of take it as racing. You know, we're putting on a show for these fans. They like seeing us do that stuff. Um, there's a point where too much is too much for sure. But um, yeah, that's just kind of how I stand back and look at it for sure.
1: Where does that like aggressive side come from? Cause I mean, obviously, as you know, um, you're, you're such a happy go lucky guy, you know, I like to have a good time, you know, throw back a drink or seven, but mm-hmm. like you said that you have to drive it aggressively. And And where does that come from? Because again, nobody sees that. You know, nobody gets to see that super competitive side about you. And it's almost like you flip that switch as soon as you start driving. And then as soon as that checkered flag goes, it like comes off. Cause like, as long as I've been around, I haven't seen you be like aggressive or like upset or mean or anything like that. Like where does that side come from? Yeah. I mean, I think you see it. Like how many of the times have you seen
4: someone lose their cool and it like works out in their favor, you know, Um, either you get caught up in some shit right then and there, or it comes back to you later. So trust me, there's, there's times in the helmet, you're like pissed off, but it's, it's, you know, you got to pay to fix your truck when you get back too, you know, so <laughs> doing uh, yeah. someone, doing someone dirty on the track. I mean, there's a time that you just enough's enough, but, um, when you know, you got it coming back to you, it's never going to, never going to be a good thing. And I always try to be respectful of those guys, because I've been in points before where I don't, you know, I don't, I want to be the guy I got nothing to lose. I, and I think everyone there kind of knows that, that, um, I'm not going to take them out, but at the same time, like there's no points on the line for me. If I get first or, you know, fifth, fifth place isn't doing anything for my, for my rest of my year. So, um, we're there for podiums for sure. Um, but I think it just comes down to like, at least for me, like I hate losing. I mean, if I'm going to come all the way out there and spend all the money doing it, I don't, I don't want to cruise around and be like, Oh, that was fun. I got fourth place today. You know, I want to, I want to give it my all. Um, and sometimes my all is only going to be fourth place, but, uh, you know, it's, um, it's trying our best to uh, to do the best we can for not only myself, but my sponsors
1: as well. So you're kind of like that uh, that homeless guy on crack who's like ready to fight. You're like, I got nothing to lose. And then people kind of just <laughs> stay away from you, right? Exactly. Like give me money or give me crack either way. <laughs> um, what about uh, what about like a rivalry? Because I, the only reason I ask, and I was kind of like, you know, asking about how you stay out of that drama is because, I mean, like, you guys do put on a great show and, uh, you know, it was, it was kind of the, you know, the Dukes and the Greaves and, you know, Johnny had you know, Carl Renna or Rob McEacherin, Ricky Johnson, stuff like that. Why is it that you don't have a rivalry? Is it just because you're like, Hey man, we're out here to have a good time. We're here to race hard. There's no need for that shit. Or, or, or why do you think you don't have necessarily, a, at least I, I don't think that you have a rival. Maybe, maybe Doug yeah i don't i don't really like doug at all i think that's why he
4: moved classes
0: he <laughs> <laughs> got scared of you
4: i, I think people are just are, are scared to have a rivalry with me because they know um after the races we're all having fun if they have a rivalry they're gonna miss out on all the fun so they just choose not to, be <laughs> not to,
0: be to <laughs> um,
1: i love it i love it um all right man well like let's let's talk about this year for uh for a hot second. Then, uh, Crandon and ERX man, break, break those weekends down for us. Yeah.
4: Crandon, uh, honestly, I didn't even drive my pro four, um, from last Crandon until we showed up to Crandon this time. So we threw some, uh, <laughs> threw some setup at it in the shop, pushed up and down on the bumpers a couple times and said, she feels good boys. Let's send it. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Most of the time we do that. It does not work. And for some reason, we must have the right push up and push downs this time because we showed up with a, a really fast truck in Crandon. So, um, that was pretty cool. That was actually my first points race win in a pro four at Crandon. So that was a pretty cool to come out and, uh, grab a good start. And that's, that's huge at Crandon as a, as a start. I mean, I don't know if it's just the way the place races or the Bruce or what, but it's like so many times, like you see it, we all kind of fall into line. Um, And just kind of run, run each other's pace. That's in front of us. So, uh, again, a good starts huge there. And we were able to do that for, uh, that, that first race of the weekend and ended up still having a pretty good overall weekend. It didn't, didn't finish off as good as it started, but, um, made some changes and track times just so little there. I mean, we show up, we get two laps of practice and then two qualifying laps, and we're basically ready to go racing. So it was like, hadn't driven the truck in seven months and ran four laps and said, all right, let's go for this thing,
1: (laughs) dude. I, I fucking I love that mentality. I'm sure there's some people out there that are like, you know, so needing to like be perfectionists, and you're like, hey, man, let's just fucking run it. Like if it works, it works. If not, it doesn't. Um, <clears throat> what about uh, what about ERX, man? I mean, you you got on the podium again. Yeah, ERX, I
4: was I was kind
1: of bummed on because
4: I lo- I love that track. It's more of like my. I guess more of like a West Coast style, more of a short track. Um, Cranen real flowy, like you got to be pretty spot on with setup in Crandon. Um, ERX, you can kind of like just man up and go for it. Well, I guess a little bit more so. Um, and that's what I love about Pro 4 too, coming from the West Coast is your setup could be a little off in Pro 4 and you just got to manhandle that thing between, you know, your your gearbox and when you hit the track, what you got is what you got. So you don't play the converter game or anything like that. Like you do in the pro twos and pro lights. It's just, you got to make it happen. So, um, ERX, I was really hoping to do some more battle with those front guys. You know, J- uh, Johnny and Kyle had a good battle one day and then Kyle and CJ the next. And, uh, I lost a uh, lower arm the first day and then the the second day had a break issue. So was still some good laps, but I was, I was a little bit bummed for sure. I wanted to, do, uh, to be with those guys in that front front battle for sure.
1: Yeah, that uh, that second day of race when uh, CJ and LeDuc were going at it, and then they both broke, you know, almost pretty much at the same time. And uh, I knew that you were in second, and I was like, RJ, what are you doing, buddy? I'm like, you're so far back. I'm like, you might be able to take this. And then in your, yeah. uh, in your spe- or, uh, speech, your, your podium, uh, you were like, Yeah, I lost brakes. So it's like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, it's super weird
4: too. I mean, obviously there's chaos going on out there, but it was the brake line ran on the backside of my third member. It looked like a a rock got in and smashed it. Um, All the brakes were basically ran out of the system. So super freak deal. I have no idea how I had to come from the backside of the truck and, and hit. So, I don't know, super weird freak deal, but long story short, yeah, I lost the brake line right there at the halfway. So um, luckily, that's one of the only tracks where you can drive with no brakes because the speed's down low enough that you can drive (laughs) with the gearbox. Um, Just uh, actually, some of those big flyaway jumps there in ERX, we charge hard and then anchor the brakes off of them because in the Pro 4, we'll just send them to flat, basically. Um, And so I guess I should have just manned up and done that. But since I was wussing it around the track, I had to set them for a second. (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh do you uh i i don't I'm, I'm pretty certain you have but i don't know it's, it's i don't think it's been too many times or it's been a while when was the last time you raced at bark river so i only raced there one
4: time it was my very first year of pro light so that was 2011 um okay i raced there in pro light and i loved it i think uh i don't remember for sure but i think uh I don't know if you guys were around that year much, but 2011 it rained every single round. Um, and I think we even got rained out one of the Bark River rounds. So I only did one round there.
1: Do you uh, do you wish that you could be out to Bark River? Because like you said last year in, in rush is that you watched the race, the pro four guys go around and everybody was breaking. Like, is there any deep desire to get to Bark River or try to put that on your schedule?
4: Yeah, I'd love to get to Bark river for sure. I, I talked about getting on my schedule this year. Um, and it was just hard with some other, other commitments that, uh, we had going on. So, um, I wanted to make it this year, make it a full race schedule. Um, like I said, it's just tough. Like literally when we loaded our semi up last year, it came home after ERX and then we prepped here, sent it back out. Um, this year just with fuel prices and everything that was just not happening. So, um, it's just impossible for us to like between bodies and and rear gears and and just the prep items that we go through super commonly we just don't have enough resources and supplies in our semi to get the pro 2 and pro 4 through four weekends of racing so i'm thinking maybe next year i'd hate to skip out on any but if i do i think i might go erx bark river then then fall and so that i could get to Bark river because it's it's honestly the number one most asked question like when fans come up to us at the at the um races. They're like, when are you coming out to Bark River? So I think, uh, I think next year we're going to try to make it there.
1: Okay. And that was going to be my, uh, kind of question then for next year was, was if there was going to be a limited schedule again, or a full schedule, how do you, how are you able to kind of set that so far, uh, ahead in, and in, in advance, um, when it comes to like your schedule next year, is there any possibility or potential of you racing like a full short course season? Cause I, I mean, No, no, no secret here, but you are a top contender. I mean, I know I would as a fan in me would absolutely love to have you around for a full season because I know that it's been, uh, you know, a long time since you've been here for a full season. So, I mean, is there any potential possibility that happening?
5: Yeah. I mean,
4: I'd love to, I'd love to get back to a, a full time. I, I don't get me wrong. I like having the part-time schedule and being able to pick and choose. And, um, it's, these are all my guys. Like I said, it's a lot of travel for them. Um, you know, the, the, uh, the guys that come out from the West coast, they're fully committed, you know, their crews are, are living out there in the Midwest. So, um, a lot of my guys having family, it's, it's tough for them, but it's, it's definitely something that we can achieve. Um, obviously I went through some sponsorship stuff a few years ago and, and, Happy with where I'm at now, but there's just not not budget in it for us to go and um, and compete for a full season. Um, what I can say is that um, every year it seems like Champ Off Road is 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 growing. You know, like series I ran in the past, um, like Lucas Oil, for example. Every year I felt like it was a little bit of a decline. You know, every year is a little bit of a decline. Like people just come in with negative. Uh, aspirations and, and saying negative things. And I only run part-time, so I don't, I don't hear everything obviously, but I just feel like every year I show up to an, a champ, uh, a new season, a champ and people are positive and like, there's things growing like they had that pro two duels race this year which i thought was awesome um i don't know how the racers liked it cuz i wasn't there but it's just cool they're trying to grow the sport they're doing something for the racers and for the fans so i like that they're 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 climbing hopefully the the sponsors and stuff see that um and uh hopefully um obviously with the races only being in basically three states um it's, it's a tough deal for me to sell all of my sponsors, you know, that don't always focus on that being their markets. So, um, but I would le- definitely love to get back to full time. Um, right now, it doesn't look like it's in the cards, but, um, hopefully one day.
1: Yeah. I mean, definite bummer for sure. Um, you know, we, we love to have you out here. You know, we, we'd love it when you guys, when you West coast guys come out here, and participate we don't like it when you win but we definitely like it when you participate <laughs> <laughs> you could come get fourth all day but do not dare <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah yeah
1: we'll give you a silver or bronze but i don't know about that gold <laughs> um so uh what's up with this uh player's mammoth that i'm hearing about yeah so it was a super cool project i've actually been in talks with them for a
4: while and uh just with it being a a mountain town and, and the, with the forest service and everything, it's really hard to get access to like these lands, especially, um, out here on the West coast. It's just, um, they don't want to see us out there tearing up the dirt and, and a mixture of different things, but long story short, they throw an amateur motocross race there every year. And I was able to grab a permit on the last day of their outstanding permit. They extended it one day for me to come do a video on their motocross track. So, um, Dude, it was like like chocolate cake. Dude, they had the track absolutely prep perfect for me. Um, got to go out there, burn some last on my razor. So. Um, really just trying to kind of develop a good relationship with those guys to, to hopefully do some, some more with mammoth in the future. I mean, it's a world known, um, ski resort, you know, and, uh, they have that motocross track there that sits there vacant year round. So, um, really is a, is a cool little video piece. We did, um, only had one day to, uh, to shoot it there with a pretty small crew, but flew home straight from the first crane and knocked it out in a day filmed it. Um, it's a cool piece, but really looking forward to hopefully what I can do there more in the future with those guys.
1: So with the uh, UTVs, um, especially that, that growing, you know, you, you've almost got an entire series itself, multiple around the United States, you know, what, what do you think is is going to be the future for like UTV racing? You know, is, is there going to be, uh, just multiple series around Are you hoping for like a national series, you know, kind of like motocross, you know, where it's incorporated maybe with the champ off-road, like, like what are your aspirations or hopes for any kind of UTV racing?
4: Yeah, I hope it, it keeps growing. I think, uh, I think that UTV racing, especially at champ is helping keep it alive and well, you know, just, just due to the car counts alone. Um, as these cars keep developing, it's creating better racing. Um, I've been around it for 10 years and, and I'm, I'm no stranger to watch a UTV race like five years ago. is pretty boring, you know? Um, but as these, as these cars keep developing and getting faster and, and they're able to battle and, and race door to door, it's creating a lot more opportunity. And what I love about it is the, um, where in the truck side of things. It's, it's really tough. It's, uh, to get sponsorships. It's a hard world and not that it's easy and side by sides, but if you go out in a side by side and you run competitive at any of these top series, you're gonna get sponsorship opportunities from tire companies, wheel companies, manufacturer companies, even if it's just help on on parts and stuff like that. And that's what I love about it is if you're out there in a vehicle performing week in week out, you're gonna get help from these companies because the the UTV industry is growing so fast that um, if you're doing good and and promoting your sponsors well, they want to be a part of it because their sales and everything are through the roof. So I hope it can become something similar to almost like a, like a motocross type style. Um, racing where you show up, it's a full, full gate of of UTVs. Every manufacturer is there supporting their guys and, um, you race, you know, around the United States year round. I think it has the potential to get there. I think it's not there yet. Don't get me wrong, but if you just see where it's gone the last 10 years, I think in the next 10 years, there's going to be a lot of people even, um, that aren't in UTVs now that are going to go start going that transition. Uh,
1: who came up with the uh, idea for your guys' um, merch? Because, I mean, I think you guys, for some reason, I, you know, you, you guys always have uh, a really good merch game. Um, I guess who came up with like the, the merch idea. Uh, and then who also came up with like the Anderson bros uh, kind of thing, you know, like uh, close to the, to Mario bros. Cause it's, it's brilliant. It's genius. And it definitely sells shirts, and and you guys are are on top of the the merch game.
4: Yeah, no, thanks, I, and I, you know what? It's a lot of it's a lot of work. Bringing the stuff out from from California and and getting all out there and to be honest on on merch stuff like we sell a lot of merch at these races but um merch costs a lot as well you know and I'm I'm not really in it to to make it killing off the merch but it's the fans love it you know they like supporting the racers and they like that we come out from the West Coast and they like buying stuff and supporting us so we appreciate it um I work with a couple different designers um I'm really I'm really involved in doing the merch process um. A buddy of mine, Jordan actually came up with the Anderson bros thing, uh, which I think was, it was a killer idea. You know, obviously me and my brother, Ronnie, we do basically all of this together, whether it's racing video projects through everything we do, you know, we're, we're basically doing it together. So the Anderson bros just kind of fit as a, as a general tie to what we do, whether it's, you know, videos, merch, racing, whatever, it kind of fits, um, the, the fun and the competitiveness of what we do. So, uh, yeah, I love, love doing it. I, I really want to do some more. It's just, uh, just finding the time, you know, between, um, trying to pump out YouTube videos and, um, racing all the time. It's, it's a tough balance, but uh, I definitely need to up the merch game a little bit, but we try to keep it strong.
1: Dude, I think merch merch teams on point. You know, 3XL fits me. Um, so <laughs> let's uh <laughs> let's talk about ERX. Uh we're gonna transition. I well actually I guess I should ask my uh my my beautiful hosts here if they have any more racing related questions.
2: Oh, I'm just happy he's here.
1: <laughs> I got something not like related
3: to the racing, but uh the mammoth projects got me thinking. Uh you did jump cuts in mirror mile. Uh, what was that like in like the process like they're two different one was like more motocross the other one's like street uh What was like your favorite between the two, and what were they like? I guess going through that?
4: yeah, so those are kind of two totally different projects uh, as in uh jump cuts was was done through Hoonigan, um and that was basically purposely to launch the the new players pro r so it was to kind of have a video right from the get go and say like look at what this new." Platform is capable of, you know, and and the Hoonigan guys were awesome to work with. They got permission and access to do crazy things in the city that I didn't even think were possible. I have no idea how they got some of those permits, but we were like jumping next to multi-million-dollar houses on the <laughs> beach, and it was basically like whatever you want to do, go do it. So that was that was a pretty cool process. And the um Miracle Mile was kind of my brainchild of something that I've wanted to do forever. You know, I. A lot of my videos, it's to just kind of show what UTVs are capable of, you know, um, honest, obviously they're built for the average guy to go out and cruise, whether it's with his family or friends on the weekends, but I always like continually pushing the limits and showing people what they're capable of. And I've always had the dream of doing like a, a motocross type straight rhythm video piece. Um, so it was just kind of tying like my little bit of my moto background to now my racing and then UTV, viral videos. So I had a lot more hands on, on the, uh, on the miracle mile piece. It was something that had very little funding compared to the, uh, the Hoonigan piece we did, but two total kind of different goals in mind. But, uh, yeah, it was cool to, uh, to be able to part of both of those.
3: Yeah. Um, I just watched a clip of you jumping over like a freeway or something like that. And what was going through your mind when you realized you're going to over jump the landing. <laughs>
4: Dude, those jumps are. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie; those jumps are scary. <laughs> they
3: look like it, man. It sent you high.
4: It all oh, those ramps. I think the ramp itself was 16 and a half feet tall. So before I even left the ground, I was <laughs> 16 and a half feet high. And I think uh, at my like crest, obviously I didn't do it right. and went a little (laughs) bit too big, but um, I think I was like 34 feet in the air at one point. So it's just like a lot could go wrong falling from 34 (laughs) feet in the air, you know? Um, Like there's a head on shot and I'm above the (laughs) streetlight. And I basically landed on flat ground. I I got so lucky on that that I caught, I just caught that little bit of landing and it made all the difference because I swear five more feet and it would have been a different outcome. It would have been uh, not so good. But I think just the momentum and the adrenaline at the time, like those jumps are tough because you're, when you're on a track, you're, you're getting in a flow, you know, you're coming out of a corner, you grab a gear, you hit something a certain way every time. Where when you're doing these viral video stuff, like it's just a jump on a street. And you got to like know when to start and like, you know, you can't see the landing and you have nothing really to judge and, and the, um, the razors are CVT. So there's no like, okay, I'm going to put it in third gear and go like wide open. And then, you know, or fourth gear and like half throttle, there's no like judgment there. You're just like going straight off of feeling. So, um, that's they, they get a little hairy sometimes. It was it was really hairy when the in the turbocharged stuff. The the naturally aspirated car now is a little bit easier, but the turbocharged stuff, it's like you could, you know, give it a little bit of throttle and it builds a couple pounds of boost or a lot of throttle and you build 18 pounds of boost and it goes four mile an hour faster instantly, you know. So it's uh there's definitely some calculations that don't get calculated and you end up <laughs> just cowboying up and
1: sending it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, that, uh... Um Anything else? Okay. Uh, well, I gotta ask about uh, about ERX, Mister R.J. Anderson. Uh, what's up with these uh, Oreos that you guys were uh, offered or eating at ERX Saturday nights?
4: Luckily, <laughs> luckily, I didn't. I I got the treat of not getting the treat. So CJ rolls up. <laughs> CJ rolls up to my buddy Cole, and he's got this Oreo Oreo looking thing and, and um like a, a fifth of Fireball. And he goes, hey, it's this thing. I don't even remember what he says at first, but it's something like, hey, it's this thing we do here. It's it's like a delicacy. You eat the Oreo, and then you chase it with with fireball. And he's like, okay. And um, <laughs> I look at the Oreo. I instantly, they're, like, kind of laughing. You know, he's, like, kind of laughing, but, not like, nothing out of the ordinary. And I'm like, that's a weird-looking Oreo. And my buddy Cole, who he's giving the treat to, he goes, no, dude, it's just a golden Oreo. <laughs> throws it right down the hatch. <laughs> So he's like, no, dude, it's just a golden Oreo and throws it down the hatch, eats the whole thing, chases it with the fireball, and is like looking like what the hell just happened before CJ just starts busting up laughing. And he goes, there's a dog treat. And we're like, oh no way, dude. Did you just smoke a dog treat? And so then, <laughs> then CJ goes, then CJ goes, I'm gonna go get your brother next. I'm like, oh yeah, he's gonna fall for it for sure. So he goes. He goes and gets my brother. My brother didn't even question it. He's just like, "Okay," <laughs> throws the dog food in. But he didn't last but a couple bites and spit it right back out. And was like, "What the hell was that?"
0: <laughs>
4: it was a pretty, it was a pretty classic trick.
0: <laughs>
1: yes, dude, I love that. <laughs> uh, what uh, what's up with the your obsession with limos? Oh man, I got one for sale. If you're low, anyone interested. (laughs) (laughs) No longer obsessed.
4: (laughs) No, the obsession, the obsession is wearing off fast. No, now I, uh, I actually used to keep it at one of my buddy's house. Um, and, uh, he kept it like under a a car cover and stuff. And now, um, he moved up to Idaho. So I keep it at my house and it just sits out in the sun and like the American flag wrap is getting so like, just, Destroyed, like you can't even tell which country it belongs to. So.
0: <laughs> like that kind of
4: looks like an American flag, but I don't really know. It's like like sap all over it. The, the it, it's just it's been ridden hard and put away wet, like. Five too many times and like the sunroof, the sunroof doesn't seal it's like got ants on it now that i think are finding like little bits of throw up that have gotten through the cracks in there oh Dude, it's all it's all bad i got a cherry what i'm saying is i got a cherry 2005 limo town car for sale. anyone's interested <laughs> yeah. it's a cherry
0: bro yeah.
4: anyone
1: anyone is interested needs maybe a (laughs) (laughs)
0: wrap
1: all right man i got a i got a question for you uh what are uh name top name five drivers hypothetically let's say you're a family man let's say uh you have a age-appropriate daughter name five drivers you would not let date your daughter
4: I I don't think I'll let my daughter date anyone at the off-road
1: races. (laughs) (laughs) What are five specific guys you do not want talking to your daughter?
4: Oh, five specific guys. Like, oh man, I, I couldn't think of, I couldn't honestly think of one that I would, I would want.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, no. Like, like like you really, really do not want them like talking to your daughter We're like five of the worst you can think of. So, I mean, obviously one of them is going to be Doug.
4: Yeah, one of them. See, yeah, I wasn't even going to, I didn't even think I had to say it,
1: Doug, you know, <laughs> that garbage human being.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah.
4: Yeah. I definitely, definitely wouldn't vote my, for my brother either.
0: <laughs> okay. So there's two. Uh,
4: yeah, there's, there's two, um. I don't think I would, I don't think I'd vote for CJ because if he's feeding us dog treats, who knows what he'd, he'd be sneaking into their drinks. You know? <laughs> uh, so uh, then I think Kyle Cheney was part of the dog treat thing too. So he's got, he's gets the X too. <laughs> he, he supported the dog treat
1: thing. Oh, he's, yeah, he's notorious for that shit. And then uh, what's one more that you just do not want talking to your daughter?
4: One more that I do not want talking to my daughter. Um, I'm going to take whoever's the fastest uh, super stock driver because he's just probably a little bit too rowdy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> super stock.
4: I don't know who it Nick, is. Nick Bing.
1: No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I can only imagine.
0: <laughs> what
1: are uh, what are your uh, thoughts on on like guys getting flowers? Like, if a girl got you flowers, would you would you appreciate it or would you just kind of be like, nah?
4: Oh, dude, that's it. I don't. I'm not into the flower thing because like even when chicks like flowers, like I get it, they like them, but they're so damn expensive and they die in like a few days. It's like okay. you spend thirty bucks on flowers and then they live like a little bit, like <laughs> nice nice gesture, I guess, but. I mean, you could buy something pretty nice for eighty bucks that's going to live, you know, for a while or not ever die.
1: So, like a good bottle of booze, you know, lasts at least. Exactly. 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 <laughs> <laughs> what are your uh, What are your thoughts on uh, on skinny dipping?
0: <laughs> oh my god.
4: Uh, I mean, it's cool depending on the setting. Like if you're at a party. <laughs> you're at a party with all your bros and and everyone starts skinny dipping. Probably not cool. But if you're at like a like a, a chick sorority house or a bachelorette party and they all go skinny dipping, pretty cool. Tell
1: them what, what happened. This is you and your buddy. Yeah. Not not cool. <laughs> Tell them what happened, Tito. No. What
2: if you thought your buddy was naked and you got right. mad because okay. he? Okay. It.
1: Okay. What if What if you're the only one naked and then your buddy's not naked? Is it cool then?
4: No, i'm pretty confused on where this is going like
1: <laughs> okay okay so this past weekend
0: <clears throat> okay, i got a friend
1: okay. who uh who went to a bar and then him and his buddy were like man it's hot in here we should go for a dip in the lake and they're like yeah man like we should go skinny dip and they're like yeah sure so one of my friends gets naked and the other one doesn't unbeknownst to my friend who is naked and then as they're getting out because uh a car came by and they thought it might be a cop and it left the one friend's like, Hey man, two naked guys in the lake. And the one guy's like, wait, you're naked. And the other guy's like, Oh, you're not. So <laughs> that's what happened to my friend this weekend. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he was, uh, he felt a little heartbroken that his other friend wasn't naked. So. so you're and saying, you're saying who has the right to be mad in that situation? Yeah. I, I guess I'm, I guess I'm asking like, if it's two dudes, is it okay for anyone to be naked, whether it's both of them or just one of them? I mean, I'm not into it. (laughs) (laughs) It Got it. Got it. What if girls were supposed to come and then they didn't?
3: Nothing's going to make this
1: better. We're trying to make it feel better. (laughs)
0: Uh,
1: Yeah. I'm sorry if you went skinny
4: dipping by yourself this weekend.
0: (laughs) That's exactly what happened to us. He figured it (laughs) out.
1: I was devastated, bro.
4: It sounds like your friend set you up,
1: <laughs> yeah, no kidding, man. God damn it. I should ask him, you you son of a bitch. Um all would you, you rather but... would you rather guide your dad into your mom or would your parents guide you into your girlfriend?
4: Oh, that's that's a that's a tough question, but I would say guide
1: me into my girlfriend, for sure.
0: All right. All right. <laughs> goes, all right. <laughs>
1: That's all right. You got to marry one, fuck one, kill one. You know the game, right? Yeah. Okay. Got to marry one, fuck one, kill one. Doug Matag, CJ Greaves, or your cameraman, Paul?
4: Oh,
0: damn.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um... Damn, can I
4: just kill all of them? <laughs> 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 no. <laughs> goes, no you can't <laughs> oh man i don't know i don't know about that there's no there's no win in this one
1: there is and i asked i asked doug i asked doug Matej, i was like marry one fuck one kill one i said you Jarrett, and keegan he said he would kill keegan bang you and then marry Jarrett for his boat
4: yeah, you're for you're for sure not getting fucked by Keegan. That guy would probably kill Doug.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh fuck.
1: Oh.
4: Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Can I? Can I pass? Can I get some better <laughs> contestants? Be <What, eat> fresh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we'll let you pass. We'll let you pass. All right. She's a ten, but all she wears is Kyle LaDuke Duke merchandise. Oh man, that's pretty tough.
4: I'd I'd offer I'd offer her some merch.
1: I guess i will start there. <laughs> what if What if she wants to wear the Kyla Duke stuff while you're doing it? Is she a ten anymore, or, or what is she?
0: Uh,
4: I mean, I don't I'm not I don't really judge too hard. So if, if she's still a ten,
1: I could probably get over that. Nine point nine. Yeah. Uh, last
4: question I'll I got is.
0: When was the last
1: time you blacked out?
4: The Last time I blacked out? Um, probably 4th of July. I, I, took a, I ended up taking a, a – my buddy got stuck in the river, long story kind of, but I ended up taking a, another Razor in there to help get him out. Ended up getting a little deep. Had to have a couple driver's meetings, breaks, and that was, that was probably – Last time things got a little fuzzy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> look at me now. I made it home. Yeah. <laughs> all righty. Uh, those are all the questions that I have, gentlemen, unless you guys have anything. Nope. Okay. All righty, Mr. RJ Anderson. Uh, dude, honestly, we appreciate you uh, taking time out of your day uh, just to chat with us on the phone call, and uh, we'll be seeing you at Fall Crandon.
4: Yeah, thanks boys. Hope uh hope your next skinny dipping adventure goes a little bit better, and I'll see you guys in Cranon for sure. <laughs> I, I
0: too, man. I really too.
4: <laughs> I'm not coming with you, but I hope it goes better.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm cheer. Yeah. Uh,
2: I did, yeah. Uh, all right, dude. See ya later. All right. Love, love you. you. Love you. Love you. Oh, oh
0: man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just Straight all out, quick.
3: He's like, damn fucking how does that make you feel like like before he even knew like what was going on with you he was just like no i, I wouldn't do that with my buddies or anything
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know man i think i'm just that comfortable of a human being i'm yeah. like hey man like i've i've played football i've played college football i've showered with you know the, the team so for me it wasn't like that big of a deal but then now you say it out loud it's pretty gay <laughs>
2: Like,
3: I hope it goes better for you next time. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> me too. Trust me.
1: Uh, Trust me. Yeah. I hope it goes
3: a lot better uh, too. That was that was funny.
2: Yeah, that was a good one. No, that was very insightful. I love I love that. I love art
1: Yeah. Yeah. Big uh big yeah, big fan. Um, I mean, I mean, like I said, dude, it'd be it'd be really cool to get him for for a full season. I mean, yeah. you know, without a doubt, the kid's talented. Can you imagine if he was able to have you know that ample time to be able to kind of get his vehicle together? together get his truck together kind of get a team and uh yeah i i think it would definitely shake things up i mean there's already talent pro four but for him to to go for the year yeah i think we'd have to turn our attention
3: right mm-hmm. i mean look look how good he does and he hasn't driven since the last <laughs>
2: when, when's the saturday race at Grandin? Yeah. Well, yeah led whole shot and led lap from beginning to end yeah I mean, I mean, crazy mean, yeah like you said, imagine if he
3: had, like, oh, I'm going to be here for the full season now. Like, what he would do.
2: <laughs> yeah, podiums at fucking ERX. Like, dude.
3: And now he's gone. Tell current. Now yeah. we won't see him. <laughs> yeah.
2: Now he won't go skinny.
3: No, I'm like glad that. you asked. That
2: was my. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> that was going to be my question. If he was going to go to any other rounds besides, like, ERX. Yeah. Which is cool. I think, like, breaking news type of thing. Like, he's trying to go to Bark River next
1: year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: You're welcome.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, well,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're welcome. You won't go skinny dipping with you though. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but he hopes uh, it works out for you. Should, so uh, I guess there's,
1: guess there's got to be girls, huh? Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah about it. uh about 15 minutes ago, uh, Mister the young people, I did say uh 10 to 15 minutes, so or 15 to 20 minutes.
2: And he said he was so, ready. Yep. All right. Here
3: we go. He goes like, oh, you told me not to talk. So you just sat there silently. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Like, is he even there?
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: uh. righty. And our next guest presented by Yamaha is like that first batch of cookies you'll ever meet. First batch of cookies you'll ever make sweet and unpredictable. Also like fine wine, the older he gets, the better he gets. This young man has erupted under the racing scene. Like the Kool-Aid man, not giving a fuck about your walls. He's jumped almost everything there is to jump from UTVs to carts to trophy trucks. Matter of fact, he's been jumped into the bloods of his own hometown. Su Woo. When he's not getting down and dirty at home, he's getting down and dirty in the deserts of this great continent. With a limited schedule, he is blessing us with his seed. Oh, I meant speed. He's just had a podium weekend at ERX. He's the driver of the number fifty-two NAS Energy Back Pro Two from Riverside, California. We have the one. We have the only. We have the deadly Ronnie Anderson. Yeah,
5: hey, what's going on, guys? What's up, brother? Oh, nothing much. Just, uh, just driving home from work actually right now.
1: Work. Oh, you, what's your, uh, what's your day job? Working at Kinko's? Kinko's. Yep, exactly.
5: (laughs) 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 Oh, no, just at the shop, uh, shop with RJ and, uh, all all the rest of the guys. Oh, nice.
1: Nice, 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 man. Let's, uh, how was your, how was your weekend?
5: (laughs) It was pretty good. Actually. We, uh, went down, hit the beach a little bit, hung out, uh, hung out d- down there a little, maybe a little too much. <laughs> <laughs> it a little I little too, yeah. CJ Greaves wasn't down there. I could say
0: that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. You know what? Fuck it. Let's, let's get right into it. What is uh? what's up with this uh, CJ Greaves and uh, Oreos thing? Yeah. So
5: I guess uh, he's really into the dog treat scene. <laughs> 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 yeah. So he, uh, he's really into the dog treat scene and, it likes to get uh, global global people like me to uh, eat them, eat them out at the bars. So, do you think he's? I uh, think he's into like pop play, like that kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to see. You know, those uh, the Wisconsin boys are. You never know what they're going to whip out next. You know, pretty soon he's <laughs> trying to give you a fireball shot with a Oreo looking dog treat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so
1: <laughs> why did you not question it? Where you are just like, oh man, like this is kind of cool. Did you even think like,
5: oh, this is a funny looking Oreo at all? Yeah. So he, he came up to me and was like, hey, I've got this cool trick that we do here in Wisconsin. And you pop this Oreo in your mouth, you eat it, take some fireball and uh, you end up not tasting the fireball shot at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, that seems kind of like a weird deal. He's like, dude, just trust me. Like, it's one of the best things you'll ever have. And I'm like, everyone's, like, looking. So I'm like, this is a little suspicious. But, you know, how am I going to tell CJ? You know, it's Wisconsin thing. I'm not from there. So I uh, popped a dog treat in my mouth. And it's like putting expanding foam in your mouth. Like, it just keeps growing. And, like, just absorbing all of the moisture in your mouth. Like, couldn't swallow it. It was like doing the cinnamon challenge all over again. (laughs) So
1: who uh, who – who did he get before you? Uh, Somebody he had the Cole whole Keats.
5: dog treat? Yeah, Cole. Cole Keats. Uh, he spots for me. We've been friends with him for a long time, and uh he ended up getting him first before me. So I had no idea, though. He They got him away from me, and then they came up to me and got me separate.
1: <laughs> Man, you know what? <clears throat> I don't know if I'm going to accept uh, any more treats from uh, CJ because he did the same shit to us when we di- uh, recorded at the track where he did offer treats. And they were at least I think they weren't dog treats because they tasted pretty normal to me, but Jeffrey was skeptical about that shit too. About CJ being like, "Oh yeah, here eat this, try this," and then Jeffrey's like, "I'm not fucking eating that."
5: <laughs> yeah, I would I would watch out for for him for sure. I mean, he's got some tricks up his sleeve, and the Oreo to me looks pretty normal.
1: <laughs> up until you ate it, did it look good?
5: Yeah, it like it looked like a totally fine, totally fine treat, and then popped into my mouth, and that's when I knew instantly that there was something wrong.
1: oh fuck man uh okay i got one real quick would you rather eat a sleeve of dog treats or roll it going 90 miles an hour into cowboy corner at crandon
5: Ooh, that's a tough toss-up it's uh i'd rather eat a sleeve of dog treats for sure (laughs) (laughs) i mean at least you know i'm gonna come out unscathed you know (laughs) i mean truck's gonna be fine at least but might just have uh, have some more trips to the bathroom the next day after all those dog treats <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right well let's uh, let's get into your uh, season uh last year then uh 2021 you and your brother ran a limited schedule uh running the uh utv and then uh, also rocking the rocking the pro light man take us through your uh your your season
5: yeah, for sure. We, uh, I ran actually a lot of UTV races, um, in Texas last year that ended up doing pretty good. So that's what ended up taking um mo- majority of my time last year. And, uh, we ran, I only went, did uh fall Crandon in the UTV and had some really good speed, just, uh, ran second both days and just, uh, had some belt issues, um, that ended up taking us out in that. And then pro light, we ran, uh, Crandon ERX Crandon and, uh, I've always struggled at Crandon, especially in the pro light. I've always just, uh, I don't know, never just really gelled with it. Um, especially from coming from out here where we had tighter tracks and that one's so fast, wide open, um, a lot bigger. Um, and I've always kind of struggled in the pro light. So the two Crandons ended up around the fifth, sixth area and in the UTV or an ERX, uh, actually felt really good there in the pro light and just, uh, took myself out the first day with, with Kyle Greaves. And then the second day, um, I got put in the wall on the first lap. Didn't, uh, didn't have much to show for it there.
1: So I know that we, uh, geez, sorry. I know that we had uh, asked you when we sat you down for uh, this season for our interview, um, you know, we kind of want to ask again, uh, what was, what was the thought process and going from uh, last year's pro light into pro two? Because I mean, I, I, again, I wasn't, I'm not sure if you were well aware (laughs) of how stacked the pro two field was, but did you come into pro two thinking like, hey man I want to throw my hat in this ring you know to kind of see how we stack up against these guys or were you like hey it's time to move on from pro lights and I've been in it for so long
5: yeah I think it was a little bit of both uh, pro lights I've been in, in it for six years or so now and uh, I felt like it was just uh, RJ kind of came to me and he said that he thinks it'd be a good idea for me to move up and we've already had the truck uh, we redid the front end a little bit and I've ran it a a few times out here just in the regional stuff and felt really good. And it felt like I had uh, some decent speed in the pro two and just really, uh, really gelled with the pro two a lot more. uh, I felt like than than the pro light, I don't know if it's just my driving style or, or whatever, but I felt like the pro two is more, more my style and felt like uh, we could definitely uh, pull some podiums and, and get up there and mix it up with all the stacked pro two boys. And uh, felt like it's good to see kind of where we're at with those guys, you know, Uh, even though we run a limited schedule, Wanted to see uh, if we could do it, you know, come out, run three races and run up front with those guys. And I think uh, we've made a lot of good changes on the truck. The guys have been killing it all year, uh, making just forward progress the whole time. So excited to uh, get down to fall Crandon and see um, how we can stack up in that last race.
1: Well, when it comes to uh, when it comes to prep, you know, I'm not sure if you and your brother are the same. But, uh, you know, we just spoke with uh, RJ and we asked him about his uh, Crandon prep. And he was like, uh, throw some tires on it, push on the bumper a few times and it was ready to go. Are you the, are you, are you similar to that, uh, that, that way too, especially with the pro two coming in this season where you were like, Hey man, let's just see if this thing fucking sticks.
5: Yeah, a little bit. We definitely did uh, a lot more work to the pro two coming into this year than the pro four. We actually chopped the whole front end off and, and redid it all and, um, so definitely had a lot more, a lot more work went down on the pro two and the pro four for sure this off season. But um, RJ has been, you know, killing in, in pro four for a couple of years now. So, um, you know, he doesn't need as many uh, big swings and big changes than kind of what I felt like I needed to do coming in.
1: What were some, uh, some big differences going from, from pro light to pro two, as far as like prep goes knowing what needs to go where, and then even like driving style.
5: Yeah, for sure. I mean, prep-wise, actually, now that we've gone down to the 410 engines and uh, the uh, spec tire that you can put on your pickup truck, it's actually prep ain't too bad. Um, Nowadays, it's fairly um, similar. Um, There's a couple parts that obviously cost a lot more money, but uh, prep is fairly similar to how the Pro-Lite was, especially with us running the uh, limited schedule. Um, It's not too bad at all. We stay two, three, maybe sometimes four days after each race back there, and we prep, um, and then we're ready to go for the next round that we'll have coming up so trap isn't too crazy different um from pro two uh to pro Lite, but uh, the driving styles definitely there's nothing uh nothing really similar from each each other from pro light to pro two it's definitely a lot different a lot more rolly uh the pro light if it was rolling over that much you're on your lid already so <laughs> uh, a lot more throttle control um and a lot more setup actually goes into the pro two than the pro Lite, um just because you have a lot more options um and things like that. So still learning more on the setup side too, just cause we have so many different options and, uh, and things like that.
1: Uh, any, uh, any hopes or aspirations of getting back in a pro light or are you a pro two guy now?
5: Um, if someone had a ride for me in a pro light, I would absolutely get in there and throw down, you know, uh, I think that class is the, well, it is still one of the most competitive classes and hardest trucks to drive um on the whole champ off-road circuit i mean uh here are just absolutely rowdy to drive all the drivers are are out for blood you know so it's uh every time you strap in a pro light it's like oh man here we go again you know
1: dude i um oh man what was i what was i just about to ask you for uh for pro 2 related stuff um oh yeah 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 so your guys is um so your, your your driving style, you and your brother, at least for the most part, you know. I I don't want to keep trying to compare you two, but you guys are very similar, I think, when it comes to driving styles, you know. And I asked him, you don't seem to be in the drama when it comes to racing somebody, you know. You, you race hard, you're there. It's racing incidents, it's whatever. But how do you how do you stay out of the drama when it comes to stuff like that?
5: Yeah, I mean, it's luckily in the off road community, I feel like uh, everyone's everyone's pretty cool with each other. You know, everyone. Uh, throws super down, throws down super hard on track, goes door to door. And, uh, and then after everyone's can shake hands and, and be cool with it and say, Hey, that was good racing and, and had fun. And I just try to keep it as clean as possible. I've had my fair share of moments and getting into people and, and, uh, totally taking them out. But, um, just tried to, uh, when I was younger, when I was 16 and just getting into pro light, I was, uh, definitely the reckless one in the group. So I've, uh, <laughs> tried to calm it down, tried to calm it down since then and, uh, try to earn my, earn my respect. Um, through, through, uh, just racing clean and and having good battles with everyone.
1: So what do you, what do you think then when, uh, like, I I know people probably shouldn't care like what other people think, but when they hear the name, like Anderson, when it comes to racing, you know, like, like, do you think that that 16 year old driving side of you has stuck with you? Or do you think you've done enough to be like, Hey, like Ronnie's a pretty respectable driver and then he's made his way to the front and then he can be a contender.
5: I think, uh, I think we're, we're somewhere in between still. I think sometimes I still have my moments of like, Oh, there's, there's Ronnie again, you know, lost it a little bit, but, uh, <laughs> I think, uh, I've been working on, you know, just trying to keep a, a cool head and, uh, not let some too crazy get to me and, uh, just, uh, have hard racing. And, and, uh, if someone gets into me, I try to let it go and not, not retaliate too much. Um, because you know, when you put that helmet on and all all hell breaks loose in your mind, so. Um, I think it's, there's still, uh, some 16 year old Ronnie, Ronnie in me, but, uh, I definitely am trying to work on, on calming it down a little bit and, and, uh, being more, uh, respectful and, uh, cleaner on track for sure.
1: Do you think that that's, uh, like that, that, that competitive aggressive side this, the, that aggressive side of you? Cause, uh, you know, again, your brother has that like super rare aggression where he's, he's out there, but it's, it's like a clean aggression. And, and do you think that that comes with experience and do you think that you'll be there one day with being able to kind of have that caged aggression to get around people and kind of make room?
5: Yeah, definitely. It's definitely, uh, an experienced skill that you develop over time. Like I said, now I'm, I'm almost, uh, maybe getting too clean on track, you know, for saying, won't <laughs> will not move someone out of the way for, for that next position just because, um, I don't want to make the mistake and get into them too hard and take us both out of the race. Right. So, um, I think it's, it's knowing exactly what you're going to do. And, and the experience just makes it that much easier to know exactly what your truck's going to do and, and what you're going to do once you get into that position for the pass, you know?
1: How do you think that uh, you and your brother's driving style is different? I mean, I know, I know, and, and this will lead to a different question than I have, but how do you think that you and your brother are different when it comes to driving?
5: Yeah, I would say RJ is just a pure um, he just has, has like really raw, pure talent. And, uh, I think a lot of the time it really shows, I mean, he showed up first Crandon, right. And just put it on everyone, uh, in the first race that we came back this year. So, um, when he's on, he's absolutely flying and he's killing it. And, uh, I'm more of a, I have to have more things go my way, um, you know, throughout the, the day or, or qualifying go well for me. Um, I can kind of lose it a little, lose my head a little bit. If something doesn't go wrong, right. Or I get a bad start, right. You know, I kind of lose it a little bit and uh, but that's what I'm trying to work on a little bit and, and get better and be more of a, uh, more consistent. I should say RJ is really consistent and uh, can put in the same lap, um, lap after lap after lap. And I'm still kind of getting there in the pro two and, and still in the razor even too. Um, I could be, be a little bit better on the consistency wise for sure.
1: Do you think that, um, the UTV that you're, uh, that, that you're racing and then the getting in the pro two, do you think that's, that's valuable seat time as far as getting you as a, I don't want to say like, you're not a bad driver, or you know, saying you're not a good driver, but do you think that seat time is, is increasing your, your, your skill level?
5: Yeah, I think so. I think it's, uh, it's a mixture between uh, good and bad, um, with them being back to back, uh, races actually. I, uh, it's tough to reset your whole mind going from a four wheel drive, 190, 200 horsepower UTV to a 4,000 pound, 750 horsepower truck, two wheel drive, you know? So, um, like the first day in ERX, I got out of the UTV right into the pro two and took off and I drove it the whole first half, just like the UTV and was overdriving it and, and just not hitting my lines like what I needed to for pro two, I was still running UTV lines and and things that uh that would work in the UTV but won't work in the Pro 2. So, um you get to see the track, you get more seat time, but um at the same time they're told two totally different vehicles and uh I need to be able to to decipher a little bit more.
1: On uh on day 2, uh, you come off the jump, got a little back end kicked out a little bit and uh got into Andrew and then there's a whole pack of UTVs coming at you. What were you thinking? Were you thinking Oh shit. Like, this is it. You know, I, I love my, love my brother. love my family.
5: (laughs) (laughs) We're like, well, what, what, what were your thoughts? Yeah. I came up over there and uh, sent it on in there thinking we were going to get a good run down into turn two. And I just, uh, just totally lost it. I mean, uh, yeah, just spun out in front of the whole field. And I was like, wow, that's, I really just did that. Lap one. Turn one, and I just lost it in front of the whole entire field, you know? There's not much worse of a feeling than that. Um, coming out, just, I mean, we started front row, and uh, there's there's not much worse of a feeling than looking over and seeing 30 UTVs headed straight for your door, you know? It's definitely uh, definitely a scary feeling, but um, luckily it actually came out fairly unscathed. It just ripped uh, ripped some A-arms off, and uh, <laughs> she'll, be, she'll be back ready for, uh, for Crandon.
1: Yeah. It's gotta be brutal. I mean, not only did you have 30 UTVs, you know, coming at you, you had a whole crowd watching you kind of just spin out and, you know, kind of yeah, laugh at sure. you a little bit.
5: Yep. Yep. <laughs> you know? uh, I knew, yep. That's exactly, exactly what happened. You're, you're right for sure. I, uh, yeah, I mean, what a rookie, right? Start on the front row and spin <laughs> yeah. out first stop. Or... Oh man. Oh, but, uh, no. yeah, pretty funny. And, but I feel like, uh, I was actually able to channel that a little bit into pro two and, and uh, get some redemption um, there. So I was happy with that. Uh-huh,
1: uh-huh. Yeah, for sure, man. I mean, you know, when I was back there, um, kind of getting GoPros ready, doing lifestyle shots and whatnot. Uh, I saw you back there early and somebody was like, Oh yeah, Ronnie got in a rag and I can't see from back on staging. So I wasn't sure how bad of like a crash it was. Like, I don't know if it was like a jarring hit. Cause I know, Johnny Holter had gotten in a bad wreck last year and, and, um, you kind of like look like it was, it didn't tickle. So I didn't come and say anything, but, um, when I watched it, I was like, oh, I mean, it still sucks, but, but
5: yeah, no, I saw you back there early and I was like, Hmm, doing back here? RJ. Yep. Yep. Definitely. Uh, definitely hurt my pride more than, uh, than everything else. Definitely just, uh, felt like a total rookie out there, you know, just, uh, what are you going to do at this point? But I felt bad just get, taking other people out of the race, too. You know, first mm. lap, first corner, just, uh, it was all, all on me. So, well,
1: you got a, you got a bronze and a silver to kind of show for it. And you, I think you can be like, Hey, I went hard because look at, look at the, look at these shits, <laughs> silver and bronze.
5: Yeah. It, it was, uh, checkers or wreckers for sure for us. <laughs> uh, so can't be, can't be too mad about it because that's what we're there to do. But, uh, definitely a little bummed because I felt like we had, had good speed in that UTV that day. No, speaking
1: of, uh, speaking of Johnny Holter, uh, how tall are you, Ronnie? You got to be what? Six, four, six, three, six,
5: four. Yep. Six, four.
1: So who do you think, uh, do you think you could take Johnny Holter in a basketball game?
5: Oh man, that's going to be tough. I've actually known Johnny for a long time. He raced legend cars with us, uh, maybe three or four years ago. Um, and I don't know, it would be tough. How tall is he? Six, six or something. <laughs>
1: I I think he's like six six, but somebody said that he might be six seven plus.
5: Oh wow! I don't know. I'm not like the most coordinated um, person when it comes to like the, the playing ball games, you know. Um, so I wouldn't. I don't know. I'd never, I would have to see him. I'd have to get like a little uh, like a preview shot of him in two hoops, you know, like before I make any any good calls on that.
1: I would pay fucking money. I would pay you lots of money yeah. to watch you and Johnny Holter play a game of 21. Let's do it. Let's do it. Do we have a basketball hoop at Crandon?
2: Oh, yeah. We got a big little center.
1: Oh, nice. yes. Ooh, let's make it happen, dude. More bets, more money. This is, this is what I'm here for. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, anyways, back to racing. So Bark River. Um, wait, what, wait, wait, wait. wait.
2: Before we go to Bark River, um, in practice, did you mean to triple in?
3: Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> like, did you know going into that practice
5: you were going to try it? Yeah. So <laughs> that, was, that was qualifying, right? That I tried it. Yeah. So, I think so. practice, yeah. practice. I looked at it and I was like, man, this is we're slowing down a lot for the double double. And I'm like, man, I don't. I feel like that it's totally doable. And I came back, and I talked to RJ about it and everyone else, and the guys were like, I mean, if you think you got it, then go for it. You know, like. It's got to be worth a lot of time. And I was like, yeah, I think so. And RJ was like, it's definitely doable. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm hitting it. So first <laughs> lap, um, I didn't hit it the first lap. I checked it out. And then the second lap, I came over the hill out of the split lane. I was like, all right, here it is. And uh, I thought I thought I was going to clear it. And then it just didn't quite work out for me. And I almost threw it all away. <laughs> I, got, I got lucky for sure. I had, I had no hand in saving it right there. I just got a little lucky um but we were only i mean maybe six inches to a foot short so it was close
2: uh well you had the whole pro two field talking and then erx (laughs) takes it out that was that was a big bummer for me i I was really looking forward to that rhythm
5: me too i was actually thinking that i could find more speed and, and i was gonna do it in the race again yes um but i was bummed too that they knocked it down
2: Yep, good for you though. I I I love the I love the the challenge that you made for yourself. Not only hitting it, but also saving it.
5: Yeah, I mean, like I was saying, we're 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 out for checkers or wreckers, you know. So any any little advantage that I could get to to get closer to that win, I'll take it.
1: Full fucking send, man, dude. I,
5: and honestly, too, when someone. They are
1: like, "Oh yeah, like Ronnie tried the triple." I, no, I wasn't surprised, like at all. I'm like, "Oh, okay." I, I was surprised he waited that long.
5: <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. I'm gonna take that as a compliment. Oh, <laughs> uh,
1: so, uh, so Bark River, man. I know we just got done talking to your, uh, to your brother about that. And uh, are, are there any uh, hopes, aspirations to try to get to Bark River?
5: Yeah, for sure. It looks like uh, I've never actually raced there. RJ raced there back in. 2010 and I was there watched him and everyone else has nothing but good things to say about the track that it's, um, probably one of the best tracks that they go to all year. I would love to uh, race there one year for sure. Um, looks like, um, just a little bit of everything that they have there at that track and good crowd. Um, so hopefully, hopefully one year and hopefully next year, um, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll go there. Maybe, maybe skip spring Crandon and and hit down instead or something like that.
1: Is there is there any way that you guys would maybe be able to make the uh, UTV go for the full season? Because I know you know obviously the Pro Four, Pro Two, and and even Pro Light uh, program for the year is is quite a bit of money. But would there be any way that you can make like a UTV full season work, where you can kind of you know get the Andy goes and Lena and Bark Rivers and kind of get to experience that? Is there any way possible of of that happening?
5: Yeah, I don't think it's uh, it's too far out of the question for sure. I would actually like to like to contend for a championship in utv i think i still have a have a lot to go in the in the utv i really enjoy it still and uh kind of uh took a step back last year i did i don't know what was it 25 different race weekends in, in a utv so took a little bit of a step back this year and and uh is, i'm not doing as much just taking a little bit uh a little bit of a year hiatus i should say not doing so many races and it's uh it's nice but i think next year uh, I definitely want to contend for a championship somewhere in the UTV.
1: Yeah. I mean, l- like you said, it's, it's, you, you guys are, are, are always contenders whenever your names you know are brought up or even in, in, in the racing field, whenever it comes to the Andersons. Um, I think I maybe have one more racing related question. I mean, unless you guys have one, I mean, it, basically it's, it, it's, kind of a, a, about the desert um, when it comes to UTV um, what, what is what is the big difference as far as like maintenance goes for <clears throat> short course and then for for desert? I know one's a sprint, one's a marathon, but is there one that's easier to take care of?
5: Um it's it's a toss up honestly. In the short course stuff, it's uh you never quite know what's going to go wrong next. You know, like you're pushing your car and yourself to the absolute limit the whole time driving 120% and uh everything is just, is just living on barely nothing, you know, cause you're pushing everything so, so hard to get every bit of speed out of it. And, uh, the UTV classes are so competitive in short course that you have to, you have to keep pushing, um, your car and yourself to the next level, trying to get that extra bit of speed and in the desert stuff, um, you don't push it as hard. We run, um, basically run a stock tune. Um, so we don't run much horsepower. Everything's fairly, Fairly stock, but it's uh, you're running for 500, 600 miles, um, so it's more of the general wear on the car, um, big hits and the whoops and, and stuff like that that ends up getting you in the desert. Um, and in short course, it's just pure, um, just pure speed that ends up taking you out, like getting your front diff or or blowing a belt just because you're pushing everything so hard. Um, so it's tough to say on on what's harder on equipment or or um, definitely you have more ability to save the car in the, in the desert stuff, um, as a driver, you can kind of, uh, back it down and say like, and see what's, what's hard on the car and what's not. And in short course, you don't have that ability. You have to push through everything. Um, and just hope that you're going to make that 15 minute moto and, uh, get back to the pits and, and be able to reevaluate your car and change what you need to. Um, but in desert racing, you sometimes won't have a pit for hundred miles. So you kind of got to be easy on it and uh, watch after your equipment so you could make it to that pit and they could kind of see what's going on. If you have something going on and, and stuff like that.
1: You know, you brought up, uh, you know, the, the word moto and something we asked uh, RJ before too, is like, would you, would you like something like um, a UTV series that, that, that could be like a national series? Cause I know there's a bunch of UTV series around uh, the, the, the country. Would you be down for something like that? Uh, like a, like a, supercross nationals kind of stuff like that, that goes around the, the United States and kind of just being like the main UTV. And, and do you think that that could build like the UTV racing scene?
5: Yeah, I think there's something there for sure. I think, um, some of the mo- most fun places I've ever driven to UTV was on a motocross track. Um, that's where I think they kind of belong at. It shows what they can do, you know, like we could hit 80 foot doubles, you know, no problem. And we can, we could battle on tight tracks and, uh, the short course scene is, is really cool. Um, but I feel like we're racing UTVs on truck tracks. Um, you know what I'm saying? Kind of more wide open. And I think UTVs, um, really shine on tighter, um, stuff with bigger jumps, um, kind of show what they can do and, and what they can accomplish. I think that would be probably something that uh, I would really be interested in. Actually, I enjoy like the motocross style, um, racing for sure.
1: So, uh, I know I said I had one question, but this is the last question. Uh, when it comes to the uh, age comparison, who do you think is a better driver? How old are you right now? 22. Who do you think was a better driver at age 22, you or RJ? And why, and why do you think it's you?
5: Man, tough. <laughs> it's, a, it's a tough comparison. It's a tough comparison for sure, just because, uh, I mean, when RJ was 22, that was seven years ago now. And uh, just the sport itself has has uh, has either risen or you know we have so much different uh, like the trucks are different the UTVs are all different, um, so it's it's tough for me to say. I mean statistically, RJ has got me for sure. You know he's he's got pro light championships and, and UTV championships for sure to to show for it. But um, definitely, uh, I think I could take him for sure UTV wise at this at this stage. And in the trucks, I don't know. It would be it would be a toss up still. Are you, uh, are
1: you going to give them a nice little fuck you when it comes to the world cup time the pro two versus pro four is, is you're going to have your friend spot for you and be like, Hey, RJ's behind you. And you're are you just going to like wipe out and then give him the finger.
5: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> actually, have you guys, uh, have you guys heard about that story of, uh, I actually raced this pro two at, uh, back in Lucas oil, uh, in a challenge cup and we actually got together and I rolled it over. You guys heard about that at all?
3: <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no,
5: no. Oh didn't. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was actually pretty good. It was pretty good. It was uh, just bad timing, really, is what happened. <laughs> but, um, swear, just bad timing. I swear, I swear. If he wasn't there, just bad timing. Just bad timing for sure. But uh, yeah, oh yeah, I uh, I raced it uh, in, a, in a challenge cup, and, and he caught me, and, and uh, I, I went for a little bit of a ride. Oh, we were there, Lyle.
3: Were we? It
2: was at Chandler. Yep. Right yep. You, over the downhill tabletop. Yep. You yep, ripped, yep. You ripped the rear end off. Yep, exactly. Oh, I do remember
1: yeah. that. That I, what? <laughs> what year was that? And where can I watch this? Twenty eighteen. Yeah,
5: Twenty nineteen.
2: Whenever your
1: Keegan went out there. Yeah,
2: twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Twenty nineteen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, th- dude, that was a so. Take us through it because I want to know what happened. Because I want to hear it from your your point of view.
5: Um. So from my point of view, we had just had a restart. And, uh, I had was the last pro two in line. Um, so how we used to do the challenge cups, there would be a caution. They would put the the gap back to leader of pro two and then the leader of pro four, they'd put the gap back to what it was. So we took off pro two and I was the last pro two in line. Um, at that point that hadn't got passed by pro four yet. And we took off and they caught me a lap for lap and a half basically into that next little run that we were doing. And, uh, I went into turn two, Kyle had just got by me, and my spotter was like, okay, RJ is right there, and then I went to get out of his way, basically, and uh, I crossed over thinking that he wasn't that close, and he was that close, and then the closing speed from a Pro 4 to a Pro 2 is insane, um, obviously, so he ended up just barely nicking my rear bumper and sent me sideways, and then it caught on the landing.
2: Dude, it, it was crazy.
1: Damn, man! What were you thinking? Were you, were you, uh, were, you Rick, were you like Ricky Bobby? Were you like I'm flying through the air? That's not good right now.
5: Yep, pretty much exactly how it went. Actually, yep. It was it was a, the longest time that I felt like I spent the air ever. <laughs> it was just like in slow motion the whole time.
1: Dude was already like, I'm a spirit. Ah! Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man! I cannot imagine going for a ride like. Was that was that the worst ride you've gone on so far?
5: um yeah yeah truck wise for sure actually rolling utvs is is way more painful for some reason than the trucks the trucks kind of like roll and disperse the energy a lot better when you roll utv it just stops and it hurts (laughs) hurts a lot more than the trucks for sure Mm -mm. so the next
1: question uh, do you guys have any more racing related questions i I guess no uh i should ask okay cool (laughs) um all right ronnie top five people hypothetically let's say that you had a daughter what are five drivers you would not let date your daughter?
5: All right. Well, first off, we got to knock dog tree boy right off the list. <laughs> right? <laughs> right, you can't trust a guy that's out there giving around dogs. You know, <laughs> too much in the right? heart plate. Got it. Yeah, yeah, I just just got to get him right right off the list there. So sorry, CJ, but but you're out. And uh, top five, huh? That's tough top five. Um, I guess we'll go, uh, anyone, huh?
1: Anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Who's just bottom of the barrel. So like, (laughs) I know RJ picked Doug (laughs) (laughs) the
5: tag. That's a good pick actually right there. Doug's a good pick. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I know it's just too much, too much about Doug, you know, like I've know, I've known what he gets into and and everything. So definitely check him off the list for sure. (laughs) I know,
1: man, it's always about him. He's hijacking rush season one, rush season
5: two. Yep, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. That's tough. I, uh, Brock Hager checking him off the list. <laughs> he's, 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 one of my good friends. I'm checking him off for sure. He's, uh, he's definitely, definitely not allowed. Um, who else? Uh, Christopher Polvardi checking him off the list. Got it. And then one more. Um, Let's go, uh, let's go Jared Brooks as well.
1: Oh, <laughs> ooh, ooh. I agree there. I agree there. I can see him. I can see him being in some wild shit.
0: Even though he <laughs> acts like he's not.
1: <laughs> what are your, uh, what are your thoughts on, uh, on dudes getting flowers? Dude, like dudes receiving flowers? Yeah. Let's say your girl gets you flowers. Like, like, what are your thoughts on it?
5: Oof. Oof, I feel like uh I feel like you're probably not running the show, you know?
0: I feel like the girls probably running the show at that point. What if
5: she
1: gets you one of those like edible creation kind of things where it's like pineapple and then, like grapes
5: and shit? I don't know. I don't know. That might be worse. <laughs> what? Really? I don't, I don't I don't know. I've never I've never uh yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's a bigger thing back east than here. It's not that's not <laughs>
0: All right, it's not all not right. a,
5: not a big deal around here. Why? you? Uh... You've you, you been getting flowers. Mm, no. Have you been receiving flowers? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. What
2: What are your thoughts on that, Tito?
1: And I think that... it's a very sweet gesture. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
1: what are your thoughts on uh, on skinny dipping?
5: Um. I mean, if if the time calls for it, I feel like why not? You know. Hey, like amen, if a chick dude. if a chick comes up to you, you know, it's like you want to go skinny skinny dipping, and you say no, there's something wrong.
1: That exactly, that's what I'm <laughs> saying. If if one of your friends was like, hey, let's go skinny dip. and you're like, yeah, nothing wrong with it at all. Nope.
2: Male friends.
1: No. Yeah. 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 So, all right. <laughs> would you rather guide your dad into your mom or your parents guide you into your girlfriend?
5: Ooh. That's a tough question, right there. <laughs> Oh, man. I don't know if I really want to answer that.
1: <laughs> and then you're not going to like the next one.
5: <laughs> oh, man. It only gets worse from here on out, huh, boys? Yeah. 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 yeah.
2: <laughs> Again, this is why one sponsors us.
5: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This is why we don't have a sponsor yet. Oh, that's awesome. Um. I would probably rather get guided guided into my girlfriend.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Same.
5: Yeah. No. I I, I agree.
1: Uh, yep. Alrighty. Uh, you know the game: uh, marry one, fuck one, kill one. Yep. Alrighty. Here are three: C.J. Greaves, Doug Mateg, cameraman Paul. <laughs> <laughs>
5: like, oh man. <laughs> It does get worse from here. Yeah.
2: <laughs> he was like, "He was like, how can the question get any worse?"
5: Yeah, he's like, "Wait, that wasn't the worst one." <laughs> oh man. Oh fuck, this is tough. Um, I'm I'm killing Paul for sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he goes for sure. <laughs>
5: Joan Paul, um, I'm probably, probably marrying Doug and fucking dog tree boy.
1: <laughs> Dude, you're, you're a fucking champ. Your brother, your brother did not want to answer that one.
5: I feel like I'm on the podcast. I got to do what I got to do, you know? <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> See, and, and we, and we appreciate yes, it. Ronnie, yeah, you, might, you, you might really. be my new favorite Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> last one uh she's a 10 but all she wears is rj anderson gear so like even if she wants to bang you she has to have rj shirt on
5: oh she's a one.
1: Oh, i love it dude uh i guess uh re- the for real last
5: one i have now is
1: uh when was the last time you blacked out
5: the last time I blacked out, huh? Um, I would say actually at ERX after I ate the dog treat and slammed some of CJ Greaves' fireball, it was all downhill from there, boys. <laughs>
1: He's like, "That's the last thing I remember was the dog treat." Was yeah. over. <laughs> don't even know that was if that was laced. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I don't have any more. Uh, I don't have any more questions. If you guys don't, but. Uh, Dude, Ronnie, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to uh to talk with us on the podcast, man. It really is much appreciated. Yes.
5: Yeah, no worries, guys. Thanks for having me.
2: No, thanks for being on, homie.
1: All righty, brother. Well, we will see you guys at Fall Crandon then, man. Right on. See you guys there.
0: Yeah. We'll see, ya. see ya. Love you. Love you. Bye. Love you.
3: <laughs>
1: <Bye>. Love you. <laughs> Love
2: you. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what's up with the SoCal boys? They
3: don't, I don't know, man. They don't we're roll that out. way, man. Yeah, yeah, they don't
2: like the flowers.
3: <laughs>
1: don't like the flowers, the edible arrangements. They don't like skinny yeah. dipping with your guy friend, with, with your with your good buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I guess Corey was the same way when we were like, oh love you." He's like, "No," he goes, "Knock it off."
0: Oh.
1: <laughs> uh, Shit, man, that was good. I enjoyed well, that. That was good. The brothers, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: good, good perspectives. Yes, yeah, very good. Should we cold Especially, call? Especially, uh, should we just move on?
1: Kind of first time having them on the podcast and kind of getting to talk oh. to them. I know we like sat down with them, but as far as like having yeah. it, yeah, like well, this was was different. It was cool.
2: Yeah, it's always good to get different. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, have they ever been on a podcast? I don't know.
3: I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, but either way, it's nice to get a perspective from like part timers, I guess. Yeah, like exactly. Like they just show up and kick ass and then leave,
1: which is take sad. medals and fucking go home. Yeah, <laughs> eat dog treats. Yeah, eat dog treats. <laughs> 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 oh shit. Oh, uh, but what were you gonna say earlier uh, that you, that you wanted to tell me? You wanted no, to wait till I, the end? I, I was
2: trying to think about that right now, and um, mm. the thought has left my brain.
1: You can't think of it no more. We'll we'll give you time. We'll just insert an Applebee's commercial. Yeah, yeah,
2: no, right?
3: Nothing though, huh? No, nothing. I,
2: no, not not ringing a bell. I I guess we'll have to talk. But as soon,
3: as soon as we stop recording, so we like. I know what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we I mean, I started back up again. Yeah.
2: yeah. No, but uh, we almost had that the technical failure there for a minute. I didn't even know you were fucking frozen.
1: I didn't know you either. <laughs> Oh, after I asked the question? Yeah, I mean, when with, you started with waving. Yeah. yeah, when
2: you started waving, I was just like, shit, I didn't even know. Like, I thought you were just tired or something.
1: Yeah, I thought you were just waiting for him to something. No, RJ's audio cut out, and I was like, I started going <laughs> like this. I started wiggling my mouse, and I was like, oh, shit, oh, no. And then all of a sudden, it came back on. Because it got
2: outside,
3: and I'm just like, Tito? He,
1: he's like, Are oh, these guys doing the silent game on me? Yeah. He's like, I ain't saying shit. He's like, I won this fucking game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Take time out of my goddamn day for you guys yeah. to fuck with me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but dude, Lena, hey, uh, Lyle. Uh, so here's what I'm thinking. I roll up to Green Bay, 7 30, 8 o'clock. I go to Legend Larry's, meet, meet Caleb there. Thursday. Some food.
3: Is it Thursday? Yeah, Thursday.
2: Thursday?
1: Yeah, yeah, Thursday.
3: Yeah.
2: I'm down. What time are you rolling up?
1: Uh, Hopefully about 7.30, 8-ish. You'll be golfing.
3: Yeah.
2: I'm gonna, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll be coming. I think I did that last year where I just showed up. I showed up late. Because we're going there. Mm. Yeah, because
3: you and me went to Lambo and ate. Oh, yeah. You guys had that nice meal without me. Yeah, the cheesesteak.
2: Yes.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. You guys had a brogue we,
3: we, without yeah, me. We had a,
1: Day. That was, too. Day that day was day. a lot of fun. It
3: was magical. I it
1: was days. magical. <laughs> I we, we might need that chemistry again, seeing as how Jeffrey's going to bail on us. No, yeah. well, I'm trying
2: to get out of it right now.
1: Ooh. You're trying to get out of a wedding?
3: Yeah. I hope
1: so.
2: Yeah. Well, I, I guess... Frig- I, I figured g- if she, she ditched out on my day date, I could ditch out on the wedding. Th-
3: yeah.
1: That's, Ooh, there you go. You can be like, oh, I'm, I I hope hope I'm that's that's just fucking reasonable. plastered yeah, right yeah. now. I can't go. Yeah.
2: No, exactly. But... Because she got so tanked, the uh, the the bride actually asked me to come to monitor her. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> Damn! <laughs> Can you come watch your girlfriend? Yeah. I know you got
2: I know you got a, a docu series. The produced, but we really need you here to monitor her.
3: <laughs> we just like, we'll pull it. We're we're pulling a different view for Rush. Oh yeah. For this e- for we, this round, we are. So we, we, we just are. tell them that we need you. If any of those guys listen, we are doing. The underdogs. Mm-hmm.
1: We're doing, yeah, episode six, five,
3: whatever it is, we, whatever it is, the uh, the underdogs of Pro Two. I think mm-hmm. that was your idea, right, Tito? Whose idea was this?
2: It was Tito's. No, yeah. I think it was
1: no, I think it was Jeffrey's. one of you guys. I think when you guys brought it up, you mentioned about no, no like you, um, it was a team. <laughs> we'll just say that. Over way. Over We're like, really? no, it
2: was Lyle, no, it was Tito. Yeah, it was I, I don't remember who said it, but <laughs> yeah.
3: either way, it's a good idea, which I think is cool that we'll be focusing on
2: not the leaders,
3: yeah, like the I mean, we'll, the we, privateers, I guess, of the sport.
2: Yes, yes, the unknowns. Yeah, yeah, the Bob Brand.
1: Yeah, like yeah, Bob Brand, Zach Sikowski. Um, Zach Sikowski. The thing is,
2: too, Zach fucking Zach would be a character for Rush.
1: Yeah.
3: Is oh, he, for sure. Yeah. Is he even gonna race? Didn't he break something? Like his like uh, a bottom body part. brained
1: AC joint, I think. Oh, oh that's it. Oh, sprained sprained oh,
3: oh he'll be back. I, I think so. Just I mean, tell me. He had gonna, a concussion.
1: It's it. He said. We'll just say, hey man,
3: we're gonna film you
1: for Lena. Suit up. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. Yeah. Suit up, climb in the truck, and then climb back out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make it seem like you're driving. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
3: No, I think it would be cool hearing those stories, that side of the thing, because we know all these other guys. Yeah, we've known them. I don't really know. Oh, that was my question. I got it. There it is. Here it is. Oh, there it is. I mean, it
2: was nothing important, but I'll just. We started editing for the Rush season two today. Yeah, Yeah, we started it. Lyle started it.
1: Yeah, I I saw that little uh that little bit that you did. uh, Um. Oh, you did send it to him?
3: I sent him that little reverse thing. Oh,
2: you should see it after that.
3: Pretty baller, dude. I got per like, usual. I got like four minutes in so far, and,
1: and it was a lot. So I forgot how much work it is. But my, well, the master then,
2: editor is at
3: it.
1: Well, we still, I did. I, I don't know if I told you or not, but I did message Keegan. I was like, hey, man, we have to get your interview at Lena, and he said, okay, yeah. Uh-huh. And then we got. I was like, I was like, all right, I'm done fucking around, man. Like, I'm not your friend no more.
0: Yeah, right. It's
1: <laughs> <laughs> coming from Impulse Media, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just...
3: yeah, right. We're the closest with him, and we can never get an interview we with fucking, that guy. Yeah, we pit in his fucking yeah. awning. Our shits underneath <laughs> his <laughs> awning. We live. We <laughs> and Jeffrey live half hour away from him, and we can't get an interview with him. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, yeah,
3: and then I think Thursday, me and Jeffrey are gonna go. Early, kind of, and grab Haley's interview.
2: Was okay. it Thursday or Wednesday?
3: I don't know. Whatever day she shows oh, up. Oh, no, it
2: was Thursday. Yes.
3: Whatever day she shows up, we're going to interview her, and then we'll be ready
1: to rock. Oh,
2: interview her and Shane.
1: Yeah. Shane. What, uh, what do you guys uh, foot race? Seeing as how we didn't do it at ERX.
2: Are these guys, like, in? I don't know. They've, repo- they've been reposting
1: it. <laughs> yeah, in like Flynn, dude. I'm
3: I'm all for it. Are they going to do it parade day or after Sunday? Should we do it at I... the parade? The parade would be cool. Ooh. The parade Ooh. would be cool. You won't be there, will
1: you? I don't know if they'd be willing to drink though before the before the race the next day. It
3: sounds like they're getting hammered they're only drinking what two beers. Yeah, I don't know. I can ask them. I don't. Know,
2: you think having fives, not having any.
3: Oh, yeah, that it's might. Not. It's,
2: <laughs> he's like, it's not.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Over three days, it's not. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know when they would do it. Do you, They would casually drink on. Yeah, they would. I mean, after I'm a sure,
2: practice I'm day? Sure, I'm sure they drink at the parade. I'm. I'm certain they drink at the parade. Like have yeah,
1: crush a crusher, Like you said, man, crush a beer too. Like that don't count. Why yeah. you say
2: warm sprite for
1: me? I don't. I just. I literally posted. I think one accurate thing about everybody. Not me. Yeah, I did.
2: What was accurate?
1: What shoes did I say? Oh, I said New, new Balance. Ba- yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You know, Cause you're to, dead. <laughs> Cause you're dead. Yeah, but
0: still.
3: I like sure. how you put like for Haley's It was like who's your state, like who <laughs> who you representing?
1: Yeah, <laughs> just yeah, just a whole ass uh, state, not even a like a whole town. ass state. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh fuck, you have way too much time on your hand at work.
1: <laughs> that, Dog, I did that in like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that one day you are sending us a bunch of shit. You're like, I swear I'm working today, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what it was, but it was like five different things you sent us. <laughs> It was, it was memes. Really You're making like, memes
1: about yeah, shit. Yeah, we
0: were.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, I swear I'm working today. Oh, yeah, that's right, uh, dude. Bunch of memes. It just came to me where I was like, I got to make this. I got to make this one. I got to make this one.
2: Oh, uh, fuck. fuck. <coughs> but no, good podcast. Yeah,
3: that was a good episode. The
2: Brothers. Yes. Yeah. The, the Brothers, the Anderson Bros. That's yep. What, that's why what I'm going to name it, Anderson Bros. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, they got
1: their sweet merch.
0: Yeah. hmm Mm-hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm
1: out here scoping early. Yeah. Hope I know. we get some.
2: You you're like, uh, oh, 3XL.
1: <laughs> yeah, 3XL. Yeah, like, you know if it's me. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> I swear to God, if they show up to Crane and be like, Tito, he's a 3XL. I'm gonna be fucking super pissed.
1: Hey man, that's all you gotta do. I'll I'll pay for it. I'm willing to pay for it.
2: Whatever, you fucking cheap ass.
1: I am. I'm always I always have cash on me, strapped, ready to go. Yeah, pay for cause some I, fucking merch. Because I gave it to you. Because uh, guess what? I gotta fucking I gotta buy a new Jared Brooks hat that. He gave it to me to use, and you just over it on it. You just
3: took it. I even mentioned it to him when he was there. I was like, "That's Tito's hat." Like he's there sweating in it and shit.
2: I was working out in it. Yeah, I was, I, was like, I was like, that's Tito's hat, bro." I even asked you. I was like, "Hey, bro." I was like, "I'm sorry, but I was like, I'm wearing your hat to work on." You said, "You keep it." <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, I was too. I hope. I hope that's the fucking hat you were wearing when you were doing yard work when I had fucked up your day. Hmm. Probably was. I
0: think I was. Was it? I was think it? Was yeah. I was? He yeah. does wear it a lot Weird when art. he does that How shit. All that karma comes back <laughs> yeah. down. motherfucker.
3: Because I like, I was gonna wear it for like, the next round, and I was like, no, nah, Jeffrey wore it. He sweated in it. I don't want to put that back on. Yeah. <laughs> God. Uh, like, you leave any hat in his truck, it's automatically his yep. now.
2: Yeah. so you guys know, anyone knows. <laughs> kind
1: of like my zip up. Yep.
2: I don't even know where that thing is at now.
1: No, I, I I took it. Oh, okay. I took it back. I have it, uh, dude. I, I have almost it. gave I it, away. it like
2: I literally almost gave it away. I had it in my bag of like donations. Would you
1: give it away to donations? Give it away. Donations. Yep. You you didn't think I would want it? <laughs> no. Back nah, the guy that's been asking about it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he don't uh, want this. Who's, <laughs> who's, yeah. Oh, this is Tito's. Oh yeah. Let's give it away. Let's not even mention that it's the year.
2: <laughs> it was in my fucking truck for a year.
1: Yeah, because you stole it from me.
2: I did not. You left it in there.
1: Oh, I yeah, might have left.
2: No, no, I used it. I remember now. Yeah, so he yeah,
1: worked yeah, out in yeah, it probably. Yeah.
2: No, no, no. He let me. Uh, I was cold.
1: Oh, that's right. I did for uh, Falk Randon. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I, were you wearing that when we recorded CJ I on think, the corner? I
2: think so.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> Jazz goes, stop recording. Are you recording?
1: Yeah, no, we oh yeah, yeah. He just tried FaceTiming me. I didn't even uh I didn't even answer. No, we just end yeah, it no. now and then talk he, to him.
2: You know what? I'm sick of him. I don't like him.
1: Yeah, dude. Try living with him
2: no. for how long? He lived with him for four little years. Little. Yeah, whatever. Who has fucking three best men? He has three best men,
1: yeah. Co best men. <laughs> three stages of his life.
2: Who are they? Dumb. So dumb.
1: Brian, Casey, and me. Like Casey's where, where are you at in the stages
3: of stages of those life? The present.
1: The present? The later life. Yeah. Mm. I'm the third. Ooh. And mm-hmm. last. I'm the third mistress. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> All right. We gotta, we gotta get going.
1: <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right, boys. Uh dude, good podcast. Uh yes. talking to the Anderson Bros. Uh, thank you everybody for listening, uh, tuning in, and uh hope that podcast uh, satiated. Your guys's requests because I did actually get a bunch of requests about getting uh, RJ and Ronnie uh, on the podcast. So hope that uh, hope that quenches your thirst until uh, maybe we get them on next time. But thank you again for listening. I'm Til Levine. This is the Impulse Show, and uh, we'll see you guys later. All right, bye. Bye.